The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Many of them are even fun. That's true. Wow. Hi. Hello. Hello, everyone. First order of business. Top of the list. Thank you. Thank you for downloading episode 102 of the Gutter Skypes. I'm glad you did. I hope you like it. And that brings us on to a second order of business, which is, where are we at? What is this? Well, what we have is Doctor Who going on. A lot of Doctor Who. This episode is a, ga- is a character creation, not a game creation, a character creation episode. And present were Mark Kinney of All Games Considered, Nikki, and myself. Andros was unable to make the game. Uh, that particular night and um, Blind Geek was off on an adventure in Michigan which you will hear more about in uh, in the next installment of the Gutter Skypes which has actually already been recorded so yeah as you can probably tell I'm a bit behind this did happen a while ago and I'll let you in on a little secret here this is the second version of the show of that particular recorded evening with uh, Mr. K, Nikki, and myself. I edited another one and took out just so much of it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, there was so much of it taken out. But character, I mean, you know the deal. Character creation involves, um, well, it involves a lot of reading and selections and, well, not all of it. Uh, not all of it is uh, is everybody's cup of tea, particularly when you get into the crunchy stuff. But uh, the point of the whole evening is to create someone from nothing, from scratch. And I believe we were able to do that quite well and have a good time while doing it. There's lots of banter. There's lots of... Uh, there's... There's lots of Doctor Who talk. So that brings us to the third order of business, which is spoilers. If you're a Doctor Who aficionado and you've seen them and you're into it and you're following it and you're current, then none of this is going to be um, none of this is going to be a spoiler for you. I guess it, what I guess it depends on what you consider a spoiler. But lots of interesting Doctor Who discussion and talk. If you really, if you really just don't, if if you have a, a perfect memory of what you hear on podcasts, and sometime in the future you get around to seeing some episodes that you were interested in seeing, if you think uh, uh, hearing about them ahead of time and and how stories go, then and you just don't want that 
to alter your experience of watching the shows. Well, this is your generic spoiler alert for for this episode. I hope it doesn't dissuade you from from listening because, well, what the hell? It's a gutter skypes episode. We carried on in our usual fashion and had some fun, and I, I, I don't want you to I don't, I don't want you to miss that. Um, but I, I, this is just me saying ahead of time, there's lots of Doctor Who talk, and some of it will include spoilers depending on where you're at. It all depends on who you are, how heavily you're into the show, and what you've seen so far. What about the game, though? Something I should say about the game. As in, what is it? It's called Doctor Who Adventures in Time and Space. There will be a link, of course, in the show notes. The authors are David... F. Chapman, Nathaniel Torson, Andrew Peregrine, and Jacqueline Rayner. The artist listed for this for this uh, adventure is Lee Binding. And the rules system says customs custom systems, meaning that I'm guessing here it can be applied to several. A 328-page PDF, and the link will be on uh, in the show notes, as I said. So that's that's the game. Many thanks to the publisher and author of Doctor Who Adventures in Time and Space. Something else to get caught up on here. As I said, uh, this is a this is an older recording, happened a while ago, and we have since met again. As as a matter of fact, it was this very this past Wednesday, days and day, just days ago. Blind Geek had returned from Michigan, Andros had joined us, and the character creation continued with the, with, uh, the two of them getting caught up and, and created and filled in. Lots more banter there, but the, 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 you'll, you'll be hearing that, of course, in the next installment in episode 103. But it was only minutes after... I signed off minutes after we closed up Skype and it was the end of the evening and everybody had gone on about their uh, business and separate ways and I checked my email and there were emails. I spent some moments during that get-together saying, oh, why doesn't anyone write us? Why doesn't anyone write us? And there I looked and there were two emails from Bob H. And rather than uh, rather than wait until the next time we get together and release it I guess next month I'm going to read those emails now from Bob H Hello Annam, I hope you and all the Gutter Skypes and Jack Packless are well safe and happy I thought I would send you an email to wish you all a happy and safe Easter take care sir and in a subsequent email that followed that immediately hello again Annam, I meant to say before I miss the Gutter Skypes too and there was a little crying face emote. Well, yes, we missed the Gutter Skypes too. And uh, it, it has always been our intention to get together and record a new episode and get into this new Doctor Who game. But I don't need to tell you uh, about real life. I don't need to tell you about the things that can go on and the convergence and the timing and the difficulties of getting together and how that can really disrupt not just a game session where people actually have to travel and go to a place and sit around a table, but even over Skype, 
These days, it's just, it's that difficult. Sometimes it just can't happen. So, uh, yeah, time will go by, but at some point, we'll manage, we'll manage to get together and make it happen. And when we do, and when we share our particular kind of fun, uh, it's going to be recorded and it'll go up on the gutter skypes. So um, thank you, thank you very, very much, Bob H, for writing in. I think we're there now. I think I've taken care of the orders of business as they needed to be taken care of. And by the way, um, Bob, if you want to write in again, there's plenty of time for us uh, for for us to read any new emails that you wish to send in, which will be recorded with the whole group there present, and not just by me here in the uh, in the intro. So feel free to write in again, and that goes, of course, for everyone. Emails are going to be read on the shows. I'm going to be I'm going to be leaving the forums alone and not be cherry picking from them. So Doctor Who character creation, and uh, and and actually in the next episode, episode 103, the adventure does begin. Uh, Blind Geek and Andros. Their characters are completed and ready to go, and we actually kick off with the story. Mark Kinney gets us started with uh, the first 40 minutes of the adventure in the next episode. But in the meantime, let's let's give a listen to uh, Character Creation Night for Doctor Who Adventures in Time and Space with Nikki, Mark Kinney, and myself. Oh, hi, I'm Adam 5 if I didn't say so. Please enjoy. Hello. 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 You know what? What? This may be a gutter Skype's historical moment. Yeah? Yeah. How so? In terms of fewish numbers? No, that happens a lot. <laughs> oh. oh, where'd Mark Kinney go? He was just there. Well, his icon was, but I don't believe he's uh, on yet. He said he was online. Had to call. Oh, there he is. Yeah, see, you were ignoring him. I'm telling. I was not. I called mm-hmm. the group. Mm-hmm. I called group. Yeah, totally ignoring loud. him. So, huh? Is it loud enough this time? It's perfectly <laughs> normal, actual keen what? level. Are you talking? Can't hear cool. you, Mark. Yes, I am talking. Uh-oh. I got board that I use for 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 AGC, and I hooked it up to this thing. Oh, so. That's what I'm doing here. So I I could go. This is at level one. I could go up to (laughs) ten. Can you go to (laughs) eleven? No. I could scratch off on this thing and make it (laughs) eleven. Oh, do it! You know you want to. Go on. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if I want to. It could all be eleven. Oh, that would be novel. The only choice you have is eleven. (laughs) Eleven. You want soft 11 or loud 11, but I've got 11. That's 5.5 of 11. Uh-oh. Somebody's cell phone. No? Is that what that is? Usually. Sounds like a mosquito to me. Like that. 
Not my cell phone. I, mine's off in a bag somewhere. Yeah. You know how I am. That's usually what it is anyway. Historically, that's what that noise is. But <laughs> it could be anything now. So uh, I was speaking of history. I was speaking of firsts. Yes. And? Isn't this... Wasn't that the very first time that it was Anum 5 and Nikki at the beginning of the call and no one else? Oh, out of a hundred-ish mm. episodes, I think you're right. Yes. <laughs> da, 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 da. Actually, we're, we're, we're the, the only other person on for a few moments. Usually it's uh, Andros or Mr. Kinney, and even on occasion, I think it, uh, once in a while it was Blind Geek, but mm. never you. That's because I'm pokey. You're pokey. And, yeah, and 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 I never make it online on time. If you got a heart, then Gumby's a part <laughs> of you. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Sorry. Um, audio level's fine, Mr. K. That was, it's just, yeah, it's all normal. It actually wasn't all that bad last time, cool. except at the beginning. And then it kind of gradually repaired itself, I suppose. It's just yeah. fun to torment you, that's all. I, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting in, in uh, it was like three minutes to five or something like that. And I'm sitting at my desk at the place where I work. And the phone, my my cell phone rings, and I, it's Andros, and he says I can't make it to the game tonight. And I replied, but there is no game tonight, <laughs> and I was wrong. <laughs> uh, I could not recall. It's the first without Blind Geek. Right. Yeah. Yep. Well, it was a question of did two weeks pass since we played or one. Can you believe it? It has been two weeks. No, I yeah, can't. That's has. the problem. Somebody has put time in the accelerator machine because it just, I look around and boom, a week is gone. And I'm like, where? I didn't do anything interesting. Is that me? I'm going to unplug and replug in. Hang on. I don't know what that is. I, I mean, it, it it is the sound of uh, a cell phone being called near a microphone input. But... Uh, it also well, something can... is popular. Go ahead and answer it. <laughs> <laughs> it could come from any other. Uh, it could probably come from any other reasons, but uh, that's the only one that I know yeah. of. Anyway, um, and it's not constant, so we're lucky there. <laughs> Somebody was that shaving a haircut? It sounded like it, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing that, Nikki? No, yeah, no, that one. I <laughs> Do I sound just like fuzzy static? That's no. Funny. So, yes, accelerated time. And the work week, the work experience itself is the part that drags on like for frickin' ever. And then you get, mm -hmm. you get home. And suddenly it's like the alarm's going off. It's it's time to get. It's, wait, 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 wait. What happened to my free time here? My what? My hasn't been dragging that much, but my free time seems to be non-existent. Zip. Yeah. Yeah. So. Zip. 
Wine, 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 wine. That's all I ever do is wine, 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 wine. Because I'm not pleased with this turn of events, and I don't know how to slow it down. Like, I distinctly remember as a small child, many moons ago, that sometimes days and or weeks felt like for freaking ever. You know, you had all the time in the world to do absolutely everything you wanted to do. Why doesn't that exist now? Um... Uh, social conditioning? Mm, no. Mm -mm. Civilized Mortality. age. Mortality, that's it. <laughs> that's probably it. Mortality bites, that's all I have to say. Hell yeah. Which is why I'm going to devote, devote more time to my studies of the, um, the uh, Philosopher's Stone and uh, Fountain of Eternal Youth. And I got some fountain bits. I think if I put it together, I, I could crack this one. And... Uh, no, not really. I guess. <laughs> um, good, good luck with that. I was, was going to say, if you, if you figure that out, share it with me. <laughs> but with my luck, it would be like, yes, you can live forever, but you will be 15. I mean, no, no, no. Ooh, I don't that, know how bad that would be, really. That would really, really blow. Being 15 or 16 forever, oh, my God. That would be wretched. Yeah, maybe tacking like four years onto that. Mm. Yeah, maybe four or five years out of six years, something like that. with 33. I was really content. 33 was a brilliant sort of, not, not nothing spectacular happened, but I felt really good about 33. I think that's my mental age. Hmm. 33, yeah. My, my, my mental age is 12, 14, something <laughs> like that. <sighs> well, w when I get this settled, I'll let you all know. Okay. Patting on it, and uh, you work in that end of the you work on that end of the spectrum. I'll just keep my eyes peeled on the Kurtzweil end of the spectrum <laughs> and see who gets there first. <laughs> okay, it's a um, deal. Yeah. Um. All right. So wh yeah, what are we okay to? Do you, should we go ahead and try this, or do you want to wait for yeah, another time feel? and? How do you feel about things? How you doing there, Mr. K? Uh-oh, did we lose him? Where'd he go? I'm 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 good. Oh, okay. I'm I'm still here. Oh, all right. I'm just I'm <laughs> I'm hearing you all kind of go weird every once in a while, but I was kind of um figuring that that was just I'm not weird. Hello. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's weird. No, I don't think so. <laughs> figuring that it was just Nikki. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you, Adam. Thank you so much. I'm so mean I, to I, you. I, 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 you were sound like this. The only thing that would have been better is if I sounded like What's-Her-Butt from Finding Nemo. What was it, Dory? Oh, yeah, I speak well. Hello? <laughs> Do you know where it is? I just thought that was hysterical. That's how I sh I'm just going to talk like that from now on. Ooh. <laughs> that'll what, learn, what yeah. a treat that'll be. And, <laughs> um... Oh, God. Oh, God. Is it my turn? <laughs> You know what that reminds me of? 
Oh. This it reminds me of something that I'm going to share with you right now. Good. And it's something that very likely Mark Kinney has seen already, but maybe he hasn't. Who is it up? Have I got it? Where is it? Here it is. I, I'm sure Mark Kinney has seen this because it came out in... Uh, as I don't have the window open that I need to have open in order to send it to... Here we go. You, you should... Nikki, if you're bored and you want something to read... <laughs> yeah. It was you. Go, it was you um, uh, saying, "Is it my turn?" <laughs> How about now? How about now? This is a review of what I just sent in the little chat window, and I'm going to put this yeah. in the show notes because Auntie Ed found this. Um, I don't remember how yay, and through Ed. what. Uh, yay, Auntie Ed. And I don't remember how, and it was uh, through a search of some kind, whatever. It is a review of what is uh, supposedly the bar none, absolute, top to bottom, beginning to end, and God help you if you actually ever reach the end, worst RPG PDF ever published in history. Oh, which one is this? Fatal. This isn't Fatal, is it? It oh, is. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Nikki, if you From if you hit the link, I just got to the the very first paragraph of the definition of fun ride. <laughs> yes. Now take a look at your scroll bar to the right or the left or whatever that yeah. that lets you scroll down. And look how tiny that little button is. <clears throat> the the game the the review oh, it is that long and on and all of it is about how awful this thing is. This by one person. Yeah. It's, it's by two so, people. So they had quite the little rant. Oh my god, actually. it just keeps going. Oh, oh the review yes. is by two and people. And it even says, "Oh my god, sweet Jesus, no!" <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah. Wow. And if anybody hasn't seen this, I'm going to put the link in the in the show notes oh, for my, this. And how does this poor person who wrote this thing feel about this? There was a reply of some kind somewhere, I was told. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to see at the yeah. bottom, is it like, bite me? <laughs> I don't think it's it was quite that eloquent. Thorough. I think they go through sentence by sentence to rip it apart. Well, <laughs> they might. Uh, I, I don't think so, actually, because as long as the review is, the PDF is 900 pages. It's wow. a 900-page oh. game. <laughs> so only hitting the highlights required a review that long. So um, or lowlights, whatever. Did um, did author Byron Hall ever produce something else, or was this his opus, Magnus Magnus this Opus? His, this was his big thing. Wow. Wow. Have you played it? Either one of you? Has anyone? Oh dear I don't know. God, no! <laughs> <laughs> a challenge. I smell a challenge. No, 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 Nikki. Trust me. No, Nikki. neither of you. <laughs> Come on, then. You know what? I would podcast. I would podcast the Connect Four tournament before even considering playing this game. Oh, it can't be that bad. It would be more entertaining for the Gutterskites to do tic-tac-toe over the internet. <laughs> Then it, far more entertaining, pleasant, and less mentally damaging, apparently, from what I read so far. I didn't even read the whole thing. There wasn't time. 
because oh. I only saw it when uh, she showed it. Showed me it when I got back. Whatever. So yeah. Is it my turn? <laughs> 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 wow. That will be perfect. Um, okay, I'll have to read this and. Um, yeah, this will take a while, and, and I. Yeah. You review back yep. from October thirtieth, two thousand nine. It took them all that time. <laughs> <laughs> just to work out how they were going to have their little rant. Well, <laughs> that apparently is when it was posted. I'm sorry, Mark, you were going to say what? No, just read this before you even joke about running this game. Oh, really? God, yeah. oh I wasn't going to run it. I was going to make you run it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> even I would not. Even I would not. Not not even attempted. It. It's just apparently. Uh, uh, oh, oh! I have actually seen the game. No, no, no! Why not? Why not? Why? It, why is it so hideous? Just tell me. It's, it's okay. Like, it's like watching Cannibal Holocaust. When you're done, you're a little bit dead inside. Seriously. Oh no. <laughs> Nikki, if you touch the cover of the game, the flesh crawls off of your hand and up your arm. <laughs> and wait, if this were a horror movie, this is where the, the idiot heroine has to say, No, I'm sure it's not that bad. Oh, has anyone seen Fluffy? I think I saw him go down to the basement. I'll go get him. Fluffy! <laughs> Fluffy! It's very dark down here, isn't it? So I'm... <laughs> All right, I will take your word for it that it is that bad. Oh, you read but I'm going to have to read this. Oh, to yeah. Why? There's something very... Uh-oh. Yes? Somebody got dropped. Mark Kinney got dropped. Nope, oh, and no. I'm back. And he's back. Just that quick. Hmm. Is it because it's so very crunchy or just tedious or tedious and crunchy? And tedious, crunchy, and makes no sense. Um, Tedious, tedious crunchy, and... And these guys, their ideas about society in general, especially during the Middle Ages when this supposedly takes place, and, you know, this is, it's, no. I see. I mean, I, this is about as... <laughs> still read, read the re review because... They tear it apart in such a wonderful manner, but it's basically raped the RPG. Wow. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Okay, I will come back. Yeah, the and I will. Uh, <laughs> I will read this. The and if it still doesn't convince me, I'm going to get a copy. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh man. <laughs> no. I said, just so, you know, I always, I, I, I hear so much about military-grade anthrax that I think, you know, even if I never use it, I should have at least a little bit in the house. <laughs> never can tell. Might come in handy. Yeah. So I'm just going to go get it, okay? I've heard bad things about it, but, you know, I don't like to judge. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, uh, so, yeah. It's, the entertaining part is, is bad, the, the, what authors say about something there was uh, 
there's an audio piece that I hope uh, I I'm not going to promise to link to it because I don't know if I'll ever find it again. It's another one of those things that Auntie Ed found, where a guy review he doesn't really review he's a stand up he's a comedian and a writer okay. and he he can't sell his movie ideas in Hollywood and he's he's talking about a film that was made called the um the bed that ate people <laughs> demon bed the bed that ate people uh-huh. and it's it was a film that was just apparently a film and a storyline that was apparently so freaking awful that he he made a routine, he made, built a comic routine around it, and it's hysterical to listen to. Was this movie ever made? Yes. Oh, we could find it. Uh. <laughs> Can we make a fiasco Since game have based on up. it? Bed <laughs> that ate people. He's a com. Was, the comedian was basically going on about the fact that not only somebody first somebody had to think this was a good idea, second somebody had to write the script and halfway through it, decide to go back and continue finishing it until it was over. <laughs> Same thing for the crew that was filming, the the the, the movie. You had to. Okay. <laughs> to they just it. wouldn't stop. <laughs> No matter how bad it was. And it was bad. Lordy, lordy, it was bad. Apparently. See, both IMDb and Wikipedia have pages for Deathbed, The Bed That Eats from 1977. Oh, God. Oh, that's a good year for movies. <laughs> there are apparently YouTube clips. And was the comedian you were talking about, was his name Patton Oswalt? I don't remember his name. That's That probably because was right. there's another YouTube link... With with his name and deathbed listed, so I don't know if that's. <laughs> it or I'll have not. to look for it then. If I find it, I'll put the link for that in the show notes too. Because oh, was... but he got two and a half stars at IMDb. So how bad can it be? <laughs> <laughs> two and a half stars. I it's, meant that. Yeah. Yeah. It's no troll two. <laughs> not as bad as troll two, which got what half a star or something. Oh, it, I mean, it, it was at the very bottom of the list for a long time. And <laughs> it's got this, like, cult following. Now, there is a documentary about Troll 2 fans that I found on, 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 on Netflix recently. Isn't it amazing what some people gravitate to just so that they can separate themselves from everyone else <laughs> for the fun of yeah. it? Oh, <laughs> God. Oh wait, here it is. It's uh, it is Patton Oswalt you were you were you were talking about because the Wikipedia page for for Deathbed actually mentions <laughs> that he talked about it specifically on his album Werewolves and 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 Lollipops. Hello. Hello. Okay, that's got to be it then. Perfect. Re- re- referring to it as Deathbed, the bed that eats people, and right. joking that it has inspired him it inspired him to write Rape Stove, the stove that rapes people. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow! <laughs> because Deathbed made so much money, surely you would want to trade on its fame and create your own. You know, this, the sad thing is, is this is not that far fetched. Well, I love the tagline on IMDb: "A truly unusual shocker about a killer bed that devours its users." <laughs> okay. <laughs> There you go, folks. That's it in a nutshell. Okay, 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 Bernie, I'm going to pitch it to you. I'm going to pitch it to you. This is a great movie. <laughs> wait till you hear. Wait till you hear. You ready? 
Are you ready? Are you ready? Take you ready? your sunglasses okay. off. Close your eyes and think. Here we go. This is gonna be this is gonna be blockbuster cubed. Okay, 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 okay. They won't be able to make enough <laughs> McDonald's happy meals to tie in with this film, okay? <laughs> that's that's right. Here we go. And it's Deathbed. The bed that eats. Yeah, 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 yeah. You with me? You with me? <laughs> Oh. Oh. Okay, of course you know. I have to look this up on on Netflix now. <laughs> You're totally going to order it up. <laughs> oh, no. We are responsible for wasting two hours of your precious time. Oh, okay. Tell me the thing is not two hours. I hope not. Well, all right. Maybe 87 80, minutes. 80 minutes. 80, 80. 80 minutes. Oh, wow. They couldn't even stretch it that's out. That's what, that's yeah, what pop, pop Wikipedia one. says. Although IMDb would, would list... Uh, variant uh, cuts and such, so there may well be a longer version. <laughs> oh, we can only hope. For the connoisseur. <laughs> Direct cut. Oh, Another wow. Wikipedia note here. It apparently did make, get a DVD release in 2003, and in the introduction to the ed- edition, the director claims to have essentially forgotten he'd made it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. We did do that turkey, didn't we? Oh. oh, that's right. That was the weekend I got drunk. Yeah. Man, we spent 500 bucks on that thing. Whoa. <laughs> How'd I forget? And it's on DVD only. Oh, well. Oh. Uh, that's, uh... We'll have it. Let me check the library. Oh, really? Please. <laughs> Wow, what a way to start. I'm sorry. <laughs> two two really um, awful things. In, 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 well, at least you mentioned Finding Nemo. That at least was a fun film. Yeah. Mine, mine, mine. The review that you posted is funny as hell. There used to be a site that, that collected a bunch of, of reviews of, of bad games that they had done. But it doesn't exist anymore, unfortunately. Oh, I imagine you guys always write snarky reviews. They wrote 113 or something. It says. Were they oh, always snarky? Oh, I don't know. Probably somewhat, but when they liked stuff, I imagine they they didn't just. So, so I have to share this with you. So I facetiously went to my county library search engine and I typed in "deathbed." <laughs> Do you know what came up? Oh, hostelry. Whitman's Leaves of Grass, the deathbed edition. (laughs) The deathbed edition? I'm sorry, the what? The deathbed edition? Honestly says the deathbed edition. Thank you so much. Uh, It's a wonderful gift. I've always wanted to keep this by my deathbed. That's right. Love you too. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. No idea why. It is the deathbed, but there you go. Leaves of grass, the deathbed edition. That's the only thing that came up. Darn. And I don't see it on Amazon either. Oh, curses! At oh, least, it'll be a quest. At, at least not, not like streaming. That is. Because <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I uh, the other night I had a really bad day at, at work and I had my tax refund. And I decided on some some retail therapy, and I now own a Kindle Fire. 
Oh, take it. <laughs> well, congratulations to you. You know, if you'd have let me know, I could have told you an absolute surefire way to improve your mood if you got your tax refund and you needed to spend it. Absolute mm. surefire. And that would be to buy me a ticket to pay. <laughs> because <That's right. laughs> I would you can't send... imagine how much better that would make oh, you feel. Oh, you would feel so good about that. And I would send you postcards. And I would drink many beers and ciders in your honor. And um, <laughs> really? take lots and lots and lots of pictures, all about usually stone walls and trees and things. But that's not a problem. It's They're always fascinating. And, yeah, and, um, you know, the Kindle Fire, that's good, and I'm sure it made you feel, you know, a little better. But really, if you just let me <laughs> know, a round-trip ticket to the U.K. would have set you up for the rest of the year. So next time, you'll know, you know. <laughs> yeah. Next time, oh, just... I'll think about that for, like, next year. Yeah. <laughs> fine, but it's true. It's true. Well, congratulations, you. Do you love it already? Oh, yes. Where is it? Where Very is it? nice. Here it is. Do you, do you talk to it and take it for walkies? <laughs> no, not quite that bad. Close, though, eh? Is this one of the things that you picked up, like, at a retail uh, location, or you sent away, uh, sent for it? I uh, I I got it at a, a Target. That was wise. Or a Target. As... A Target, yeah. Yeah. I stopped calling it Target years ago. I don't think I think I only call it Target now. <laughs> but I've heard I was reading some like horror stories about people that uh, ordered it, you know, to, for home delivery. And apparently, it's it. I don't remember the dates of the reviews, but when it was delivered, it was delivered in a box that screamed, "There is a Kindle Fire inside this box," leaning oh, against yeah, this it, door out on the porch. And that wasn't the yeah. worst part. The worst part was no. it, when you open it, it assumes that whoever's looking at it is the person that ordered it and has oh. all their information for doing online purchasing built in oh. and accessible instantly. Oh, sweet. As Great. a default. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know whether yeah. they changed that or not. but Here you go, Mr. Burglar person. Enjoy. And by the way... Mm-hmm. Here's all my private information. Wee! Really? They were doing that? That's At first, they must have changed it by now. They have to have changed well, it by well, now. Well, they had the account hookup and all of that, you know, automatically when you sent them, or, or when, when they sent it to you, so. Yeah. And and the worst offense of that, I think, is, in fact, the, um, the, the yes, this is a, this is a Kindle Fire, Right here, uh huh. In this box, yeah. look at the picture. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of yeah, dumb. That's, that's really? the the worst thing of of of, of all that because the older Kindles they 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 didn't do that. I mean, you could tell it, it was an Amazon box because you know they they sent it always sent has everything Amazon and, on the side, right? Mark yeah. on that, right? Yeah, right. But you didn't necessarily know it was a Kindle unless you'd gotten one and you knew what the box looked like. Because it is somewhat different, but it's still. And whereas this one is quite obviously has this nice big color picture and stuff on the on the cover of the box and all. Yeah, you can't and, mail shit like yeah. that. You just can't. You don't do that. That's just screams. I for do. It, you know? 
Uh, the only reason that I bought it at the retail place is because I wanted it now, anyway. <laughs> that was my main Because thing. I wanted my retail therapy by God, and I want it now. Mm-hmm. Well, you made the right move anyway. That was the safest way to go, really. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. That's cool. I'd see, see, if I got something like that, the very first thing I would do is crazy glue um, some kind of piece of rope and wire or fiberglass or something right down along the side of whatever doesn't have a button mm-hmm. and then hook a, a eighth-inch aircraft cable lanyard to that <laughs> so that, you know, anytime it was on my person, it would be looped around my neck <laughs> or my arm or something like that. Because the first thing that I would do with something like that is just drop it on concrete. That is the <laughs> very first thing I would do. Just because you could. That's the only thing that drives me nuts about those. Even phones. So I'm about to reveal yet more of my staggering ignorance. You know, it is boundless. It really is. It's it's like the universe. It just keeps expanding. Well, I've got some in case you run out. No, don't worry. I've got heaps and heaps and heaps, really, multiverses of ignorance I have. And, and I have a couple or three friends who now have Kindle Fires, and they adore them. Mm-hmm. What the hell do they do? Why are they so fabulous? I, as a neo-Luddite, I don't know. Uh, basically, do if you're inclined towards, uh, towards getting books or magazines or newspapers from mm-hmm. the Kindle store and feel like uh, downloading music and movies and stuff so from Amazon and that. It's, everything it's, in it's one pretty case. much right. It can be a reader and it can play you can watch movies on it and you can play music and that and if you buy the stuff from Amazon then they have their own like like cloud storage so that you don't all, you can you know they'll they, they'll store it when it's not actually on your device mm-hmm. so you can free and up space and just throw it out there right. and oh right. does it actually do internet-y stuff as well Yep, it's uh, yeah. I mean, you have to be uh, hooked up to a Wi-Fi connection. Okay. But it does have the like web browser and everything else, and the app store because you you can run selected Android apps on it and um, stuff like that. So. Okay. Well, now I can understand then why why it would appeal if you do lots of stuff like that. Okay. Well, thank you because. Yeah. Everybody talked about them, and I've had at least three friends who got them, and they all went wild. Woo, I love it! And I'm like, what is it do? So... <laughs> I want a pony. Yeah. yeah. Me too, and some pygmy goats. That'd be very nice. And some baby doll sheep. Oh, my God, they're so cute. You could just tuck them under your arm and walk around with them because they're so little. Oh, they're so cute. And a ball and cup game. I got one of them. And uh, I wonder if we can say that Skype drops calls or just yo-yos the participants. Did they throw Mark <laughs> Kinney off again? They did. Yeah. But we can't call it well, dropping it anymore. My because turn it seems last to be, time. Last time it was see, singled you out big time. Oh man, it was heaving me left, right, and center. You were Duncan. You were Duncan. And on 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 um, Monday, last Monday, it was heaving me around too. It hates me. Hmm. It wants to do yo-yo tricks with you. 
Mm. It would fling me up. Oh, oh, that's and and Saturday too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just three three in a row. Three in uh-huh. a row. It's been kicking me around. Whatever. I don't care. I I can take it. Well, that is um that. Congrats and good luck with the with the Kindle Fire. I think you should name it though. Thanks. Should. Maybe like Sparky for fire or Crackle. <laughs> Smoky Joe. Artemis or Fred or something. <laughs> uh, Zoraster? What was the name of that little Lego thing that what's his name had Hephaestus. in? Hephaestus. <laughs> what? Hephaestus? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, give it a little name. And maybe put some little sparkle bits on the outside cover. You know, the market is sparkle yours. bits. Yeah, a little. I have a a a like cover on its way, so I once that arrives, I just might do that. Sparkle bits. <laughs> oh, and sparkle fangs. Nobody will be expecting little sparkle fangs on your little sparkle, <laughs> little sparkle face. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Tiny, nearly microscopic little bits of metallic <laughs> stuff near something electronic. Always good for it. That's right. They, they like it. Yeah. <laughs> you can get plastic hologram glitter. Just use that. Ooh, very nice. Mm. Not selling them on that either. Mm. All right, fine. fine. <laughs> you, like you said, you're an you're an ideas woman. I, you know, you throw them out there. Whatever gets used, it gets used. <laughs> It's like here's my little racket, and then pop. <coughs> no, no, there it goes, flat on the ground. Okay. Flat so, anybody got a D20 like nearby, just so that we roll at least a die tonight? <laughs> We're probably gonna I end up doing more. Several of them, actually. So I have, oh, I have a sparkle one right here, a red sparkle. Okay, I have the clear one that's very difficult for me to find and read. So naturally, I take that one. And I have a very small book to roll it on, mind you. So. Well, I've got a big piece of Tupperware, so it doesn't. Oh, like, end there up we go. I got a fourteen. I rolled a seven and two sixes. But huh? how many are you rolling? Only three. Oh, oh. if he's going to roll three, I'm going to roll three. Yeah. Ah. Yep, there's one. Wait a minute. Wait. Do I have another one? I think I've got another one. Yes, I do. I can roll three. So there, Mr. <laughs> okay. okay, ready? Here we go. And ah, I got. Ooh, an 18, an 11, and a 2. All right, this is going to be scary. <laughs> this would never happen, of course, during a game where we were shooting for high numbers, but I rolled a 19, a 5, and a 19. Whoa! Nice. Yeah. All right, all right. That'll well, I last see time I your do that fabulous rolls, while. and I'm going to take out um, uh, 16 D6s. And um, here we go. <laughs> yep. That's all right. Why am I doing this? Oh, so oh. I guess just I'm, I'm sending spending a fate point. <laughs> you don't need to spend a fate point. Oh man, I got so many fives. You're going down in flames, my friend. <laughs> Hell, did I get the whole thing or what? Oh yeah, I did. All right. Um, it's in. It's it was deter- to determine the email. Nikki, you got what an eighteen? That was the high. No, you got 19. I got a 19. You got an 18. And yeah. Mr. K rolled three. <laughs> well, I did two. My first one was a 14. But when he rolled out three, I did two. So that's how I got so many. Okay. Well, I, yeah. I rolled a 19 first shot out of the box. So that means I read the email. The email. Uh-huh. One. Folks just don't want to send emails, apparently. What, what's Fine up with this? Email people. 
I don't know how much is it. I don't know whether it's uh, drastically more difficult to to send an email or folks just don't want their stuff read on the show. But nah, that's that can't be it. <laughs> um, I don't know, but yeah, folks, you want if you uh, uh, we'll read them. You write them, we'll read them. It's uh, it's the thing. <laughs> And we'll banter over, through, and around them, and um, and shred name pronunciations and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, and, that's always fun too. You know, if the joke uh, that you had in it is from inflection, we're gonna mess that up. Um, yeah, that's you know that's what we do. But uh, all right, from Tre- this is from Trevor. Hi, Trevor. And I can say Trevor Hudgens because his name is there on the game publicly on a website. He wouldn't, mm-hmm. if he wanted to hide it, he would have used a pseudonym. And for all I know, maybe this is one. But Trevor, <laughs> Trevor, you'll recall that the Dynamo role-playing game was mentioned. Oh yes. By way of uh, by way of Trevor last time, and I was uh, I was a little sardonic there and said, well, "Why didn't you tell us about the game? Oh. <laughs> tell us it's for sale, but you didn't tell us anything about the game." It's like, all right, chill, so Adam. Yeah, okay. So he didn't tell you about the game. Relax. <laughs> and and this is uh, yeah, he responds. Sorry for not letting you know the description, but I did not wish to be rude. Uh, to be too rude. How would that be? Anyway, here's a very simple description of it. The game is based on a post-apocalyptic, non-nuclear, but based on a past alien disease, science fiction idea. You can play humans, furries, machines, or aliens, and choose a class based on fantasy, modern, and futuristic details. It is capable of being as strict or as loose as you desire the game to be. The Dynamo role-playing game is a science fiction game that allows you, as a player, to play um, uh, as one of nine character races, human, furry, and alien. Oh, I, I think he's got a repeat description here. Yeah. And one of 13... One of 13 classes. The game master is able to develop any type of adventure that they desire. I hope this helps. Not much of a sales, <laughs> not much of a salesman, but I try. Buy it or not, I do care, but will not push. <laughs> oh, that's a good that's line, great. Man. That's pretty good. <laughs> yes. hey, don't let me give you the impression that I don't care whether you buy it or not because I really do, you know. And I would too if it were my game. Sure, absolutely. But he didn't want to push. So, um, thank you, Trevor. Uh, Yeah, there we go. And that was a pretty succinct description, too. Yeah, I mean, if you take a look at it and uh, um, follow the follow the links in the show notes from from uh, Sex Lies and Ultra Spies: The Conclusion, the last episode. Uh, (laughs) I think that actually was all the show uh, the links. It was to this to this game, so mm-hmm. uh, way to go, Trevor. Thank you, and uh, I'll I won't be so sardonic next time and 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 wise ass and make a big deal about it. So if I, if I were a, a more kind individual, I would have just gone to RPG.net and read the description there. But did I? No. No. So shame on me there. Anyway, post-apocalyptic. I, you know. What what I when I when I hear that, and it isn't just games, but films as well, yeah. and novels. Whenever I see a post-apocalyptic thing, I think to myself, who 
wants to play in a post-apocalyptic world, but somebody that has not been to Newark. <laughs> or any one of a number of... Uh, I, 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 if you've done that, you don't want to be playing any post-apocalyptic games. Or, or Elizabeth. Elizabeth, New Jersey is a, is a close... Oh, uh, quite a bit of Philadelphia, there. I'm sorry to say. And, uh, not, and that's just in the United States. No doubt there's... Uh, you want to see post-apocalyptic? There's places with people living in them that mm. more than qualify for sure. Um, but yes. that's, that's what comes to mind. It's, I, I think it's the aspect of challenge. It's the aspect of uh, pervasive danger challenge in a world that is almost as it was. But the no only thing it's missing Twinkies. is people, but no Twinkies. No Ho-Hos. No Ho-Hos. No Doritos. <clears throat> and the, even toast is tough to come by. Yeah, unless you know how to make bread and then stick it on a stick and keep it just so around the embers of a fire. Yeah. Yeah. No waffles. No. no waffles. Oh, all right. Well, that was the email, and mm -hmm. uh, thank you, thank you again, Trevor, for writing in. Um, yeah, folks, this is the last time I'm going to say it. Well, I'm probably not the last time. Maybe two or three shows from now, I'll <laughs> mention it again. Not going to be pulling from the forums to to give for to to do uh, listener feedback, but will very gladly, and with gusto and passion and enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Read, enthusiasm. Read any emails that are sent to anum5 at anum5.com. Try it one more time. It cut out on you. Uh, an, anum5 <laughs> at anum5.com. Do you want me to translate Is that? Is it my turn? Yeah. <laughs> I could do that if you'd like. No, no, that's all right. I, just kind of, I think I kind of did it myself. Okay. Just so that people don't think it's Adam. Oh God! Plagued me for the rest of my internet existence, picking that handle. It ain't Adam. It's N. Anyway, okay. We. Yeah. Doctor Who. Yes. So I can be the TARDIS, right? Again, you want to be the TARDIS? <laughs> You're a mad woman. Do do we all kind of play boring. the doctor? Are we all the doctor? No. That would be fun, Not too. Not necessarily, no. It's kind of funny. Um, Your voice came back immediately after the drop uh, noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Mark Kinney has been... No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's just weird. It's funny. <laughs> no, no, at the top of the PDF page. It opened as a PDF, right? It didn't open as a PDF. It opened in Firefox as a browser tab. Ah, we'll go to Internet Explorer, and it'll open as a PDF, and then you can click on the little floppy disk thing. I would rather play Fatal than go to Internet Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> but it wouldn't open for me in bloody Firefox, would it? So yeah. I had to do what I had to do. I think Mark Kinney had his laugh for the evening. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Internet <laughs> Explorer is not that bad. Yeah. Okay, you're right. You're right. I, that was that was cruel. That was cruel. I I admit it. All right. Oh, wow. For first game mastering event, I will be running Fatal. Um, 
Oh, hey, this says game sessions can take anywhere from a couple hours to an entire weekend. Woo! So, uh, we're going to run a marathon, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not tonight. <laughs> no, starting now. I'm already there. La, 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 la. Because you're so fast, eh? No, it's because I went ahead and used stanky old Internet Explorer, didn't I? Stanky old. The skank of browsers, right? <laughs> it's fun to say stanky. Wow. A low-life skeeve of browsers. Eccentric. I want to be eccentric. Me. You have to be wealthy to be eccentric. Gee, really? <laughs> right, smart I ass. would never have... have, have, have yeah. <laughs> I see. I see oh. how it's going to be here. I see. And I'm going to have secrets, and I'm going to be cowardly. I'm just going to have nothing but bad traits. <laughs> hmm. I'm, I, um, well, I guess you could do that. Not expecting that, are you? Ha, ha, ha. That put a little spin on the ball, didn't it? <laughs> It'd be hard being the doctor, because I don't like people much. Mm-hmm. Like, you're on your own. All right, where's eccentric? I want to find out, because I want to be eccentric, too. Don't worry if this all seems a lot to take in. Tricky bits will be explained here in the psychic paper. See, it's very user-friendly. Mm -hmm. Wow. Definition of role-playing, definition of game master. Hmm. They can't assume that everybody's been doing this forever, and I'm glad that they don't. Right. Kudos to them. No, I think it's great. I just, I lost track of what page I'd been on, and so I kind of got booted back up to the top. There's a little sample of how it all works. We need bribes for the game master to keep him from killing us off, i.e. story points. Not necessarily made of chocolate. <laughs> Easter's coming soon. We could use peeps. Where we could bite their little go? heads off. Nibble on their tiny feet. <laughs> love to eat them mousies. Mousies is what I love to eat. Bite their little heads off. Nibble on their tiny feet. <laughs> My dad had that cartoon taped up for years and years. B. Clyburn, a hero <laughs> of his time. Okay. Oh, that's really sad. Documents is good. What's the matter? What happened? What? Oh, no. It's the doctor's companions. It's just so sad. Because it says the doctor likes to share the wonders of the universe with someone. He's developed a real affection for the peoples of Earth. He brings someone aboard the TARDIS to share his adventures and sometimes just to keep them under control. These companions come and go, have adventures, help to save the universe many times over, and then they leave. <laughs> yep. Whether this is through their own choice, circumstances, or constant danger, they leave the doctor to his lonely existence until he finds someone to share his adventures with again. That's just so sad. It's like Puff the Magic Dragon. It's <laughs> it's 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 um actors' contracts. Uh, so, have you all been thinking about what kind of characters you'll want to run, or do you want to like do established characters, or completely new, or 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 what? Stuff. 
or 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 do you know? I kept getting a visual, and uh, this is I don't know I don't know where it came from or why it came from, but somebody that was uh, there was a film out years and years ago called Volcano. It had uh, Tommy Lee Jones as a uh, uh, yeah emergency whatever. The there one of the most forgettable characters except for the fact that he's pivotal to a very heroic scene is the um, train driver the guy that just literally the, the guy that runs drives sits up at the front the pilot or the what do you call it mm-hmm. conductor engineer the engineer yeah the engineer of the subway train that gets trapped in in uh, the path of a flow of lava <coughs> And I and I see that guy as like you know it's just like the average Joe doesn't expect anything in particular to happen, does not really interested in anything happening, just wants to get home and you know have have that uh, that uh, expensive TV dinner he got to treat himself this week or whatever. Who is and it would probably fit my familiarity with the universe. <laughs> anyway, um, who is. Uh, He's the everyman. He's the learning as he goes, not expecting, uh, doesn't know what to expect, doesn't know what's going on. The out of time. You know what? I think he's 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 an urban, less interesting version of Jarhead. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I'm describing him, it's like you know, man out of his own out of place, man out of his own universe. uh, Mm -hmm. But. That was the that was the that character that visual that almost non-entity, which is really kind of strange for me to go in that direction. <laughs> but that can change at any minute. It all depends on what I see here. Really, I was kidding. I I don't want to be eccentric. Oh, you could be Captain Jack Harkness. Oh. I assume to recall Eric wanted to, Eric kind of claimed him as I re- recall Captain Jack, that's right, yeah. No way, did he really? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. So, and as for me, I I don't know all of the companions well enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a couple or three of them. Uh-huh. And... I, I go back to either a, a pre pre done character would be fine, or um, possibly hyper enthusiastic could be kind. Like <laughs> I don't know if that would mean innocent or stupid, where you don't even you're not aware of any kind of conceivable danger. It's just all so neat and cool, and it's all great. And let's just go and see everything all at once mm-hmm. kind of like Rose but on steroids wow, wow. <laughs> hmm but I'm not sure what kind of characters would you like to have to torment <laughs> I hate I mean, to, to depend on the kind of characters I end up with, so no. I'm, I'm going to end up shaping certain aspects of it around you guys. 
sonic screwdriver. I love it. There it is. Mm-hmm. So who's taking the doctor? I'm not nearly... Well, we don't necessarily have to because I have a plot thing in Are mind as far doctor? as if nobody is actually playing him. Well, I would for the session or two that he would show up in in, 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 in that case. Otherwise, yeah. you know, he... I mean, because if no one ends up playing the doctor, then he's basically going to end up vanishing at the somewhere close to the end of the first session and part of the thing will be a matter of finding him and getting him back. Hmm. Won't that be fun? Hmm. hmm, hmm, hmm. So stinky old blind geek has Captain Jack, huh? Was Mickey Rose's boyfriend... Oh, anyway, yes. <laughs> He's not here to defend himself. I can say anything I want. Stinky old blind geek. <laughs> Hi, blind geek! (laughs) You stinky old (laughs) so-and-so. Oh, he'll laugh eventually. (laughs) He'll be like, yeah, you wait, you wait. I didn't like Mickey much. He was always so... Oh, he became fast, though. Does he? When he starts traveling more? Yeah, when he actually travels uh, after the whole thing with where they meet up where they meet Sarah Jane in that and he ends up actually traveling with them for a, a, a bit and how much of of uh, David Tennant's first season know, have you seen um I oh I think you, I only saw the first two episodes of David Tennant I saw all of the ones with oh, what was his name the groovy guy from northern England uh, who had kind of the Yorkshire accent um, the what? What? I, he's a ways. He's a little while back. He was the groovy I, guy. I saw, he was groovy. I loved him because he had this wonderful face where he could look very, very serious, and then suddenly he would flash this demented grin out of. Oh, nowhere. you mean Christopher Eccleston? Possibly. Is that who you mean? The but the he, the, but he had the, the uh, doctor actor. Yeah. That was Christopher Eccleston. Yeah. I liked him a lot. Because I liked his slightly off reactions to things. True. It was interesting. And then David Tennant, I think I saw... uh, I think I only saw the first two episodes of... Where he... I think it was him. Where he appears... Does his very first thing, he's in a bathrobe and he has to go fight alien things and he winds up flicking the bad guy out... No and mercy. he gets his, his his hand cut off and he grows it back. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, I saw that one then. And he goes and picks out his outfit. Um, right. But he's not traveling with Rose, is he? Uh, during his first season, he is. Although she leaves by the end of that season. so She decides to go back home? It's oh, you're not going to tell me. Okay, fine. <laughs> it's one of those things that if if you're going to watch, then you should leave have it left unspoiled for you. But if you want to know, I will tell you. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, about halfway through the the season, they end up in an alternate universe somehow. Yeah. And it's one where her father is alive. It turns out. Oh, I think um, I saw that one. And there's Zeppelins and all this stuff, and the Cybermen 
get brought back in in that one. Right. Yeah, and and uh, it looks like one like, two uh, with the kids. No, no, no. Oh, that was a different one. All right. No, no, that was it. That that was uh, Echols. But her father yeah. dies, right? He has to bet get hit with the car. Yeah, but that was in, in season one. They, 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 they end up in an, an, an alternate universe, which technically shouldn't happen, but there's other stuff going on. Okay, that it does. made it possible somehow. Mm-hmm. And in this particular world, her father did not die. Oh. Of course, she doesn't exist in this other world. Hmm. But, um, and anyway, um, there's this guy that... Uh, is working on upgrading humanity, and he ends up creating that universe's <laughs> version of the Cybermen. Okay. And once they fell, with that, Mickey actually ends up staying because he managed to accidentally get his counterpart over there killed. Oh. And and he kind of stays, takes his his, his place because there's, there's like personal stuff that he's dealing with over there, and that. And so you know, he ends up staying. Well, at the end of the season, they start, and this is where they, they start in, 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 in introducing the whole Torchwood concept, too, as far as the Torchwood Institute and, and all yeah. of that. You know, if it's alien, it's ours and all that stuff. I kind of wish they didn't do that crossover myself, but okay. Well, well, no, this was how, this, this wasn't a, this, at this point, it wasn't a crossover because they hadn't actually done the Torchwood series yet. This was introducing the stuff that would become that's so, oh, so Tennant is before, before yes. Torchwood, and is before Eccleston. No, he's he's after Eccleston. He's the next guy after Eccleston. Then Torchwood already happened because Captain Jack was in one of them well, with no. Rose. Well, no, but uh, that's. Uh, oh, I didn't realize. The, Maybe it hadn't happened yet, and I did not know. Uh, Tennant, yeah, uh, Tennant had was was in there for like three, four years. And about somewhere like halfway through that, Torchwood got started as far as the, the TV series, and then they worked Jack into that. Oh, after, right. after this, so. But anyway, uh, they end up at the Torchwood Institute there, and they're trying to deal with all of this stuff. And there were these ghosts that were uh, appearing all all over Earth, and it's like they they would show up. These weird shadowy forms would show up and walk around and then vanish. And people thought they were ghosts of their. Uh, deceased relatives and then and things like like that, and it turned out it was the Cybermen from the other universe trying to to break through to come over here. Oh, bad. And and there's this great scene because they'd also found this what they call a a a void ship. It is this 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 sphere that they can't get any readings off of at all. And it busted through the walls of of the universe, which is what was causing all the issues to begin with. And the thing is that Mickey from the other universe has infiltrated Torchwood, and he's showed up, and he's ready for for, for this thing to open. <laughs> and so it's, it's like this is it's, it's, it's first you see him over this this one side over there, you know, you know, because because Rose has gotten separated out into this, the, the room where the the void ship is, right, and. And he and 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 Peter's up there. He's expecting Cybermen, and he goes gets this big old this big <laughs> ass rifle, and is ready. <laughs> and it's Mickey. Hmm? Yeah, it yeah it is. 
And well, what's in the void ship turns out not to be Cybermen. It turns out to be Daleks. Oh, which is even worse. Yeah. Mm. And so they have this big thing of that. And basically the idea is they, they need to get rid of all of the Cybermen and the Daleks. And uh, the idea is that is to open this this rift that they were pr- artificially opening there at the Institute in order to try to help the whole ghost thing happen. Mm. And uh, and so uh, eventually, so they they that opened up and and pulled through all of the Cybermen and and the Daleks and all of that, and uh, Rose ends up almost being pulled through, but she's rescued by her father at the last minute because her father and some of the others that had survived the Cybermen the first time around, they got into their own little torchwood over there. Because mm, no, you kind of have and to, so she, right? And so she ended up in uh, she and her and her her and her mom and I think Mickey all ended up in the other universe. <laughs> no wait, no, no wait, Mickey stayed over here because he showed up a little bit later too. But they all ended up in the other universe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's how that's how Rose left. So she's not actually technically back home. She's home in a different universe, but with her right. mom and her dad, who's now alive again in this universe. Right. right. Huh. So they can pull her back in if they wish, because she's hanging out. And in it's happened universe. a few times. Yeah, and it has happened once or or twice, but fortunately they they try not to do it often. So. And that's nothing against Billy Pipe or anything like like that. It's just you know. If they do it too much and they ruin the whole, right. you know, you're not just hopping around universes willy nilly. So, hmm. but yeah, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen those yet. <laughs> it is still worth of, of of viewing though because there are little bits and pieces that you didn't really get from hearing that. But yeah, that's how that's how uh, that's how Rose left. Like that, see? I changed my mind about the train conductor. No. (laughs) The more I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking, you know what? Can you think of anything even less exciting to play aside from maybe his lunch pail? Why (laughs) does he always pick young, barely out of their teens girls? Because it's television. Hmm. You have to. It, it, it seems to happen a, lo- a lot. There were guys along the way here and there, but... And there is actually a deleted scene from the most recent series, I think, or 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 from uh, Matt Smith's first season, possibly, where Amy actually calls him on that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's a great, great scene. It's on uh, YouTube somewhere, but it's... <laughs> I want to be Mackenzie, Mackenzie, who's going to be the doctor's wingman. Okay. For the universe's biggest pub crawl ever. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got to loosen up and just go have some fun. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, not really. Wait, hmm. choices, 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 choices. What were you going to be now, Adam? I is this a? 
Can this be any, not only uh, anyone from um, present, can it be anyone from time or space? Sure. Okay. I, I got a different, I got a different flash of uh, character. I, it's, uh, it's um, um, from 1805 or 1806. Maybe seventeen ninety nine, something like that. Turn of the century, seventeen hundreds to the eighteen hundreds. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobleman, or somebody at least with lots and lots of money. But uh, during during a ship passage or some kind of a travel thing, ended up in um, ended up in a wreck and a boat. <laughs> And somehow or other ends up in the company of whoever is going to be adventuring, doing whatever the time and space travels are going to be. But takes it as a matter of course. Almost like, well, you know, you get these things when you travel. <laughs> funny, funny old world. <laughs> the kind of guy that's got a powdered wig, snuff, and, <laughs> you know, things happen. Just take it in stride. You take it in stride. You know, there are some things that which will not be tolerated. They will not be tolerated. Like what? <laughs> rudeness to the young women. <laughs> you will not have rudeness to the young women. The violence is to be abhorred, and it should be met with equal and opposite corrective violence. If necessary, it's aberrant, <laughs> and I hate it. <laughs> But uh, you're nearly dying in a boat when you reach the edge of the world, and I always knew it was there. Knew there had to be something beyond the edge of the world. That seems I've found it. <laughs> there are there are more things in heaven and earth, Horatio, and that's what I'm finding. That kind of character. Fun. So what could he be good at? I can't figure out whether he's from the... He's probably from the United States. Could be some kind of a retired merchant from the United States. Maybe retired young. <coughs> Excuse me. Something like that. I haven't got a name yet. But is that, a, is, that a, is that something possible? Sure. Okay, cool. You don't necessarily have to have the powdered wig or the get-up or anything like that, but it'd be fun. If, yeah. Uh, just to start with, anyway, he could put on local timely clothing at some point but uh, yeah somebody like that somebody that's not only from this era but etc I like that better than the train conductor or engineer science fiction fanzine writer Which would be a lot of fun, but I'm not nearly as good about making up names and stuff on the fly as you guys are. Because everything you see would be just like, yeah, yeah, just like in, you know, Exploding Suns of Venus. Yeah, do you remember? It was, oh, it looked just like that. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's got 16 eyeballs on one stalk. I don't, that? I don't know. Well, it's, okay, in Exploding Suns of Venus, there were only... Uh, one, two, three, well, twelve, but in a couple of the graphics, I think they screwed up and there was like thirteen, but, you know, I can't remember. Anyway. 
Yeah, I'm I'm afraid it's gonna have to be that. <laughs> All right then. And it'll be awesome. <laughs> yes, yes it will. Jeremy Vanquish. Sci fi okay. editor. Where is I got name, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Do you know who took all my paper? Well, uh, Luna Boo, I'm pretty sure. Damn it. Luna, give it She's back. Bad. She's a little fiend, it's true. <laughs> but I think I'm done. I've got a name, I've got a... <laughs> You're done, huh? <laughs> Job, personality, yeah, I think my work here is done. The rest up to you, Mark Kinney. Get cracking. <laughs> You're a fanzine writer, huh? My name's Jeremy Vanquish. Sci-fi fanzine. I know a lot of people say science fiction and SF, but I'm old school sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like retro. You know what I mean? Old school. <laughs> yeah. How old, how old is this character? 22. In Very what year? What in, in what year is he 22? Oh. In this oh. game, it makes a difference. Damn. Yeah, no. Damn. Ah. Uh. <laughs> um. <laughs> 1985. I was thinking 1987. <laughs> 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 and. And I'm I'm going to dress a lot like Joe Strummer from The Clash. <laughs> Have you heard of The Clash? They're amazing. Rockin' the Casbah, rockin' the Casbah. <laughs> Chips on 1987. London calling from the faraway zone. Ah. I got a character named too, Doctor. He's gonna be a doctor of his time. Okay. That would explain his having money. Uh, Dr. Samuel Rumpel. <laughs> what a great name. <laughs> oh, make you choose names for me next time. You get the best names. But you can call me Dr. Sam. All my best friends do. I really detest being referred to as Dr. Rumpel. <laughs> An accident of birth, but there you are. Doctor Sam. Rumpel. And what year are you from? He is thirty-two in eighteen oh one. Wow. Now you know what? Jeremy's gonna be twenty-one. Sexual curiosity, last of my kind. Wow. Obligation, minor, major. Wow. Oh. And I'm a writer and I'm an editor for, uh, you, you've probably seen it at the cons, uh, Ganymede Nosedive. Yeah. Ganymede <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's really popular. <laughs> I put a lot of work into it, you know. Catchy. <laughs> There's a lot of fractal art in it. 
<laughs> I like practical art. <laughs> you know it. That's what makes it. It really sets it apart from other fanzines. And uh, I get I get interviews uh, every, every. Well, it, you know, it's a monthly. And uh, yeah, I mean, I really go after the uh, the avant-garde, cutting-edge writers out Has there. Has it got a picture of your girlfriend on the cover? Um, no. What's the matter with you, man? <laughs> um, she, she she dumped me last year, and um. Uh, so you can't. Oh, so you had one, but you can't use it now. Or you get yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, she'd get mad at me. <laughs> Dying or leaving the TARDIS? <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you gonna kill us off, you bastard? How much damage You. <laughs> You always think that Marcus got this gun aimed at your character's head and is just waiting to pull the trigger. That's not quite how he works. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. He booby traps the ground. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, what's over under I... that shrub? Why don't you go take a look? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a simple headshot. It's it's just not, that's just not interesting. <laughs> Sorry, then I'm trying to open the wrong thingy. I'm stuck. Got rock in the casbah in my head too. Ah! Dresses like Joe Strummer. Gaining, gaining story points. Captured yet again? Yes. See, that's the thing. We can get captured too. Well, that's all right. When the bad stuff happens, you gain. Is it's that that kind of theme, right? When bad stuff happens, you can gain story points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't the doctor just come and bail you out? As if I would ask. Well, the doctor has fewer story points. Because he's got all the advantages of being a Time Lord and all of that. So you have to find ways to kind of slip him story points so that he can use them to do stuff. So bribe him is what you're telling me here. There's nothing wrong with killer robots from Venus. Oh, the character sheet is hot looking. What a nice, what a nice piece of work. Where the hell is yep. it? There it is. I, I did this one. You did this one? Yeah. Oh, well done. Thank you. I love the color scheme. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, I'm opening the wrong thing. This is just names and stats. Arr. Star on Mythbusters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I come from Mythbusters. Oh, crap. I'm a mess. I can't drive tonight. Okay. <laughs> so, name and then player. What name, what player? That's you. As in my name and then my character's name? Name is the character, and I think player is your name. Oh. Just in case you forget who you are. <laughs> who the hell am I? Oh, I'm Nikki, that's right. Don't name the player, play the name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, bio data extract. Appearance. Personal goal. What would be my personal goal? When did Isaac Asimov die? 
ten years ago. Look that up. Now that makes no sense because it puts the name down here. Oh, I put everything out of order. Oh, it doesn't matter. I just have to find the sheet and straighten it out. Appearance, personal goal, personality, background, okay. To 1992. So my dream of being his personal assistant could still come true. You dream of being Asimov's personal assistant? Well, or at least having a beer with him. Jeremy's dream. Yeah. And and lots of beer. Am I allowed to have beer with Terry Pratchett? I mean, he knows. I know it's fantasy, but uh, you know, not exactly science fiction. But depends on how it affects your cred, man. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe if I if I wore like glasses and a mustache, and nobody would know. I'd be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> background. So I can come up with that a little later, yeah? Story points. 11 billion. Equipment. Well. Uh, <laughs> for 11 billion, read 12. <laughs> read 12. <laughs> um, Nikki speak for 12. <laughs> 11 billion. I, I <laughs> <coughs> a nice round um, 36 which if you add it together is 9 well, which is a beautiful number he's <laughs> still holding on to 12 is he that's pretty good yeah. that's pretty good to start with I would say think of it this way no, did you ever get that much yum yums did you ever start with that many yum yums no <laughs> <laughs> no, not even after much wheedling and whining. But it only, it, and I'm good at wheedling and whining, but it only says that we're going to need them. Lots and lots and lots. Can you knock other characters over the head and take their story points? I think if you do that, they end up getting story points and you don't. Well, the thing if I constantly get locked in the TARDIS, do I get a story point? <sighs> <laughs> I don't think you're going to get away with this. Okay. I don't think you can. Oh, I know how I can branch into the actual area of books that I love. I'm a sci-fi fanzine writer-editor, but I'm moving into the realm of fantasy as well. Um, yeah, I'm branching out. I feel like my horizons need to expand. Okay. I can talk about fantasy a lot more easily than I can sci-fi. Anyway. Home tech level, 27. <laughs> uh, yours is going to be the Annum. You were saying yours in the, from the 1800s or somewhere? Uh, 1801. He's 32 at eight, in the year 1801. You would or be a tech level 4. Tech level 4. Okay. 1987, baby. Rocket. Have you seen these amazing portable phones that are coming out? I mean, they're amazing. Yeah, okay, so you've got to carry this kind of backpacky battery thing that weighs about 25 pounds. But you can take this phone almost anywhere. 
it, it's it's really it's incredible. What you mean, like in your car and stuff? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude. You could you could even they're coming out with it's not here yet, but they're coming out with so okay, you can have a phone in your car, but then then you can connect it to this kind of like suitcase thing, backpack kind of slung over your shoulder, and you can carry it with you. It's it's so cool. It's amazing. And, and I bet only the rich people will ever be able to afford stuff like that anyway. And CDs, CDs are going to rule the world. It's your album. Don't hold your breath. And cassettes, they are so, so dinosaur age. Uh huh. Don't hold your breath. Cassettes have been around for twenty freaking years. They're going to be around for another twenty years. You watch. And you know they have their place, I suppose. But but CDs. <laughs> And they're going to so come down in price, too. I mean, I know they're expensive now, what, at $17, $19 each. But, yeah, it's going to be cheap, 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 cheap. That's a thing. Oh, it probably wow. goes. <laughs> <laughs> I bet at some point, I bet, I bet, I bet that, wow, I bet they'll be like a dollar each. Dream on. <laughs> I'm going to go home and watch Laser Disc. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go go play. Uh, what the hell was that? There was an arcade game, uh, some cartoon knight running around trying to save the princess. Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair. That's right. It was run on laser disc. What a clunky piece of crap that was. <laughs> I don't remember that ever working. At least not the one that they had on campus. Wow. <laughs> Dragon's Lair. That's right. <laughs> he always got killed. He always ended up getting killed in ah, fun and interesting ways. I love Dragon Slayer. <laughs> I never tried. Never played it. Oh, I I tried. Oh, it was the first Star Wars arcade game. The wireframe fly through yes, up and yes, under the yeah. was just like these these little kind of outlines. Yeah, but yeah, it was yeah, a wireframe representation to, of the thing. You had to fly in in the in the Death Star and drop the bomb. Yeah, cutting edge, right. man, cutting I edge. <laughs> I could only get through the first level. Once I got past the first level, then I <laughs> I totally got creamed because you know there was stuff coming at you from all directions. But I could, I could seldom get on those machines. I always ended up behind... Uh, they always ended up having fun behind me, and I was there playing Tail Gunner. Tail, oh, well. tail. When I was going, we got up to, up to like Street Fighter 2. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was great. Never I got to watch a, a friend of mine looking at I me. Mean, it's like, that's not supposed to happen when I'm Beating the game using the uh, the sumo wrestler, <laughs> <laughs> and this one character in in particular, Vega. He's the like Spanish bullfighter guy with the big claw, and he bounces all over the the place, just all fast and all of this. And I'm this slow plotting sumo guy. <laughs> the thing is that there is this pattern you can get into with him, where you just wait wait for him to make his big his big leap at you, and you just jump up, do the, the the powerful kick, and he flies back, and you just flip around and kick and and and, and hit power kick over and over, and keep on doing it until he he jumps off again. <laughs> and it's ridiculously easy, and you just get 
the strangest looks from people who play the game. That's funny. You're not supposed to be able to do that. I have one fairly foggy memory because I never really played video games much or arcade games, but I was with some people from when I was at Santa Fe Opera. We actually were cut loose, probably had to be near the end of the summer, and we had a little time off and we went to see some movie. I don't even know what the hell movie it was, but you know, they had a little arcade room off to the side uh-huh. of the movie theater for while you were wasting time waiting for your movie to start. And there was some sort of some sort of pilot plane flying top gunny sort of game. Maybe it was mm-hmm. Top Gun for all I know. <laughs> and and we just kept pumping quarters into this thing and we would trade off. And we actually I I think we we got as high as you could go. <laughs> we missed the beginning of our movie because we didn't want to leave it. <laughs> but we couldn't believe that we kept getting level after level, and it was and we would we would trade and and for some reason it was like was one of those kind of mind meld synchronicity things. Like I was good at one type of flying, and they were good at at you know blasting things out of the air, and somebody else was good at barrel rolls, and then we would just like step in and. And do what needed doing. <laughs> Team was, pilot. Yeah, it was it was fun, but I can't remember what game it was. It just just that it was a moment of, and we couldn't believe that we kept getting so far. And the movie was starting, and we we're like, but, but, yeah. but, but. <laughs> if it was a really if it was a really popular game, it's probably available in the in the software bin. You can buy it for the PC now. Well, probably. Very long ago and far away. <laughs> so. Yeah, so so yeah, it was but that was, was kind of interesting. We should probably maybe roll some dice to determine some stuff here. What's my home tech well, level? No, this is all uh, five. I only get five wait a minute. I am almost two hundred years later and I get five? Yes. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Oh, where is it here? I've got. I, I actually actually looked up the table here before. Da, 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 where did I put it? Mister, I walk and ride in a horse and buggy, and ha- you know, three candles is an amazing blaze of of light. It's four. <laughs> okay, one primitive stone age. Two metalworking bronze age, bronze age to middle ages swords and 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 steel. Three Renaissance fifteenth seventeenth century earth gunpowder sailing ships art. Four industrial, 18th to 20th century Earth industrial revolution, steam manufacturing. Level, see, uh, tech level five, spacefaring, late 20th, early 21st century Earth system-wide space travel. Uh, then level six is late 21st to 30th century Earth. Hmm. Level seven is far future. Uh, level uh, uh, tech level eight is like 51st century. That's where like uh, Jack comes from. Even though you he dresses get from to... World War II pilot thing. Right, right. Mm. You don't even get to the, the, the Time Lords until tech level 10. So, I want to be yeah. tech level 9! No, not really. Um... <laughs> well, look at it this way. You're at the high end of 4. 5. Well, Low she's at 5, actually. Five. Oh, you're at 5. Oh, I'm okay. at 5. Uh, but it was well, almost a 200-year difference. That's That was my point. Oh, wait, you will know, because you know these shows, Mark Kinney. So uh-huh. whose hand is it that Jack Harkness is carrying around with him in Torchwood? The, the doctors. <gasps> really? Yeah, it's, it's, it's that oh. hand. 
The one that gets lopped right. off? Right. Oh, oh, that was clever. All right, then. Because he he's <laughs> expecting to see the doctor again at some point, so... See, that's funny, because that was not the implication I took from the, the episode where he saved it. I thought that it was, like, his beloved. Well... Grow. You think? Oh, the doc... No! <laughs> well, interesting. Well, hmm, why not? Huh. Could do worse. Well, anyway, well, okay. Well, <laughs> Jack, Jack had this sort of had this sort of thing going for him, which is why he wanted to be able to like track him down again. Huh. <laughs> Jack is a hussy. Man, he's a total he hussy. Is. Yeah, he, he is. Just cracks me up. <laughs> You're a likely looking lass, lad. Thing with a heartbeat. Let's go. Thing with a heartbeat. <laughs> That's Jack. <laughs> blink, blink, blink. Yeah, it totally cracks me up. Anyway. <laughs> but I digress. Attributes. Attributes. I have attributes. Yes, you've got uh, 24 character points, and you use those to buy both attributes and the various traits. You mentioned some of those earlier. Um, skills, right, uh, skill points have their own... Oh, okay. Thing. And, and and you and you can actually convert attribute points into skill skill points if you have any left over. But mm. um, attributes are rated from from one to to six. Six is human maximum. <coughs> so the average run ends up running about three or so, three or four. Okay. And then traits you can pick from a trait list. Right. I've got that listed. You have to buy them too, do you? Yes, uh, minor traits are one, major traits are two, if I remember right. Minor is one, major is two. And what do you get for skills, skill points? You get 18 skill points. Let's what see, traits. Yeah, traits, minor traits are, single, are a single character point, or they provide you with one point if they're bad traits. Major traits cost two, and then there are special traits which may have special amounts, and may also cost story points. Yowza. I can't think of any that I need right now, so... <laughs> Resolve strength. Hmm. I'm going to be fairly average, I think. One, two, three, four, five, six. So you could give yourself four for everything. But then you don't have any left over for traits. Right. Wow, that's tough assigning points to that. Uh, I guess I could just roll it. Roll it? Yeah, with a d6. Now. Resolve. Hmm. Presence, is that like strength of character or like or how other people oh. notice you or don't notice you or um, charisma and, and, that, and that kind of thing I, I believe so yeah you mm -hmm. see how they describe it here da, 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 da. presence oh yeah the very first sentence on, on under under presence there is people just can't seem to resist Captain Jack Harkness <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
true. He's a charming bugger, isn't he? So. His natural charm and charisma is enough to win over most of the, of the ladies and some of the men and aliens. Mm-hmm. And this likability is reflected with the presence attribute. That's what Jeremy wants to be, but is no way, shape, or form close. Okay, uh, he'll have a th- he'll have a three for presence. Get down, boy. which is about average, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's you know he's not he's got some charisma, just not as much as he would like. He doesn't have bucket loads. Ingenuity, awareness. What's awareness of situations, circumstances, people? Just understanding. Uh, so any, anything that uses the five senses or that indefinable sixth sense of just knowing that something is coming, sensing someone is looking at you or talking behind your, your back. Hmm. So it's sort of, it's, it's very li- literally awareness, so, you know, it's sort of, sort of situational and... Jeremy's pretty sensitive. Sense. I'll give him a four for that one. All right. Coordination... So he's got a good sense of smell, maybe some eyesight, whatever. Um, Coordination, coordination. Can he dance, or does he look like a beheaded chicken on the dance floor? (laughs) Hmm. Always the question. (laughs) Could be be fun either way. Um, Resolve. In terms of... What's resolved, please? Willpower, basically. Uh, willpower and determination. Uh, he's pretty average. Oh, on the other hand, you know, he's an editor uh, of Ganymede Nosedive, which... You know. <laughs> hmm. Ingenuity. And... Pretty average with that strength. He's a pretty average guy. So that would leave me five trait points. And a list of traits can be found. What about Dr. Rumple? Oh, call me Sam. It's Dr. Sam, Dr. Sam. Dr. Sam, is Dr. Sam going to be average? Is he going to be... No, he's going to be good at two or three things and horribly bad at others. Ooh, are you a medical doctor or a, a natural philosopher? Yeah, doctor. What about that? Or what kind of doctor are you? Character points you've been given. Purchase the attributes. Oh, okay. A medical doctor. From 1801. Yeah. Ooh, that will be interesting. Not necessarily a good medical doctor, but a medical doctor. Well, with what was available to you in 1801, it's not like you really could be a good medical doctor. Mm, But perhaps you have a mighty fine collection of leeches. (laughs) It could be. Wow. Bark and steel. That's the ticket. Bark and steel. Slime draft and bowlers. Slime draft, yes. Listening to to book 16 again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, it's amazing Uh-oh. how those books have shaped me Where'd you go, Mark Kinney? Uh-oh, Mark Kinney Did he get dropped? All things considered What the hell, did everybody get dropped? No, I'm here I'm still Where's the thing? 
Where'd you go, Mark? I need to add to call. It dropped me. It actually dropped me. <laughs> it says it's back, but you're not back. Well, that's the first time he's done that in a while. Don't wow, you... the yo-yo string what? broke. Yeah. That's true. It's been ages. Wow. Hope it doesn't happen again. That was that must have been stinky. I've been hearing that noise all night, so I was like, I didn't pay any attention. I thought, uh -huh. oh, yeah. It'll be back in two seconds. And Ooh. mine just kept going and going, and then it just finally decided... And I'm just like, well... <laughs> Bummer. So where were we? Traits, 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 traits. Traits. Got a... Awareness. List of at least some of them starting on page six. It's the good traits, and there's d d d descriptions of a lot of them. Bad traits are after that, and I've got, like, gadgets and later on in another thing, I think. Hmm. <laughs> Presence one as lowest humanly possible. <laughs> yeah. Socially inept, just plain rude. Usually unintentionally. 18 on attributes, 6 for traits. All right. Uh, All right. All right. That's good. One, two, three, human four, average, five, generally likable, easy to get on with. 18. Well, here in this world, of course, I would be at least a 5 or 6. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> 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 or not, whatever. <laughs> and six, six is human match. Six is human maximum under attributes, right? Correct. Okay. It'd be nice if I were stronger than I looked. Probably not. I think I'm fairly average guy. Traits. Here we go. Traits. 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 Want to save around six points for traits? Well, I saved five. Well, you can always pick bad traits to get more trade points. So, or to, or to, or to bad trade points, then or to you... use skills, then you would gain points from them. You can put those towards skills or whatever else. Okay. Or other or or other good traits even. Can only be purchased once, so we can't come back and buy more traits later. Hmm. Uh, it's. Possible, but a lot. I mean, a lot of. Oh, I see what it's saying. You can't purchase tough twice yeah. because you want to be super tough. <laughs> can you? Right. Oh. oh, I better not do that. All right. Is is it all right to leave a, a, a um, an attribute like blank and not assign anything to it? Uh, you have to have at least one point in it. Oh, okay. Why? What did you have in mind? I was just distributing the numbers, and I'm looking. No, I want that to be... Oh, I can't. Let's see. 3 and 3 is 6, and 2 is 7, 8, 9, 14, and 4 is 18. Okay. Awareness 4. This is Dr. Samuel mm -hmm. Rumpel. Awareness 4. Coordination 3. Ingenuity 5. Presence 3. Resolve 1. Strength, <laughs> strength 2. Wow. He's not a tough guy, but what the hell? His presence was going to be like one at one point, but I don't think that would be a good idea. <laughs> it's like that one doctor from the Cannonball Run who always had that, had the syringe and all. Ew. 
skill, right? Skills. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Skills. Skills you don't have to fill in, right? You can just select. You do have to have to give them points. Yeah. Okay. All of them have to have at least at least something in it. Okay. Well, 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 no, the, the, the skills don't don't all have to. Skills don't skills don't all have to. But uh, if you oh. don't have a particular skill, if you have if you end up having to use it, then you're at a minus four to your total. Okay, so I've got six left over from trades because I did their recommendation of eighteen points on attributes. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute, that's for trades. That's not for skills. Okay, never mind. Eighteen skill points. All right, let's see. How do I do this? Hmm. I'm. I better put something in medicine if I'm going to call myself a doctor. Wow, there's a lot of these here traits. Let's read this. Yep. Let's read the paragraph before you go asking stupid questions. Story point. Oh, it doesn't say, or does it? There's no such thing as putting what? 18 skill points in one skill. Is <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's got a maximum as well. I'm going to find the skill option here just to be sure. You know, next time I'm just going to have my damn books with me rather than have them being in the other room while I run off of these. <laughs> and there's special traits to be find the stupid sidebar. Yeah, skills have a 1 to 6 range just like attributes. Oh, okay. A 1 is a basic knowledge in the area. 2 or 3 means quite confident. If it's an academic skill, they may have a good qualification in it. Um, or they gain the reputation of being reliable. Four or five is real expertise, maybe a, a degree or commendations or something. And six or more, you're talking real experts in the the, the field. Hmm. But generally for humans, it's a max of six. Hmm. How argumentative is argumentative? Is it like somebody who wants to debate, like talking over the pros and cons of a different book or author? Or is it contrary all the time. Oh, argumentative, that's a bad trait, right? Yeah. Characters with the argumentative trait are like this. It will argue their point of view even if it puts their life in danger. That's they me. Not to back down <laughs> arguing, whether this is with their teammates or with the leader of an invading alien fleet. However, they don't start arguments all the time. That would make the character and the player impossible to be around. But when someone contradicts their opinion or knowledge, they will actively try to correct them. Yep, that's me. Yes, <laughs> I can be four and something else. Yeah, you've got all these stuff for that in the argumentative description. It's a minor bad trait, so you get one point for that. Feel the turn of the universe. Wouldn't that be cool? But I bet you, bet you got to be a time lord for that. No. You don't have to be a time lord for that. Curiosity. Okay. Curiosity. And last of my kind. Last of my kind. That's depressing. <sighs> I've got five skill ratings here. That I can. That I picked out of the list there. For, um. If I can do this. For medicine, four. Mm hmm. 
for science, for technology, for survival three, knowledge three. Is that more than 18? Wait a minute. 4 and 4 is 8 and 4 is 12. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. No, that's 18. Okay. Under skills. Okay. Skills. Isn't it funny how I'm... If I really wanted to do this, I should take on a pile of bad traits like unlucky and, and weakness and stuff. But I can't bring myself to do it. Why is that? Because you've seen Lost you're in a Space. a good role player. <laughs> no, because it would be kind of like ah, it would be such a challenge. But I want my player to be successful, not to not to not always be, be blundering about and yeah, <laughs> which could be amusing by you know getting in everybody else's way. But hmm, hmm. I can be technically inept, I suppose. So that would give me argumentative, curiosity, and technically inept as bad traits. Maybe impulsive? Maybe impulsive. <clears throat> oh, mesmerism. Hypnosis didn't come around until, oh, God, it was not the early 1800s. It was late. Something, and they called them mesmerists. The earliest. That was late mm -hmm. 1800s, I think. He can't have hypnosis. Well, he could. He can have hypnosis. It's not of his time. That doesn't matter, though. <laughs> look into my eyes. Look into my eyes. And not around my eyes. Look not around my eyes. eyes. <laughs> You're right. Your son <laughs> sucks. He can't do this. <laughs> Face. <laughs> Minor good trait. Minor. Oh, so now I have to do skills. So I've got four bad traits, and I think they're probably all minor. So that gives me four more points that I can buy more good traits with? Yeah. Well, let's see here. Or or, or more skills, or oh, okay. whatever. But here, let's see. Let's, let's see. Which, 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 which traits was it you, you Bad you traits I've got we know arg argumentative. is plus yeah, one. We know that, yeah, we, 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 we know that one's minor. Uh, curiosity? Here. Yeah, for some reason I ended up in the wrong order in my stuff here. That's probably a minor, though. Sounds like a minor. Doesn't it? Um, technically inept? Technically <laughs> inept. Here, hold the Time Lord's blah 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 screwdriver. Is, what the hell do you do with this thing? <laughs> is, um, is, 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 is minor. What was the other one? Uh, impulsive. Doesn't that sound minor too? Possibly. Yeah, it's minor. Okay. So that gives me four more points. Um, so you can buy up. And I had yeah. five. So I can buy. Well, one, two, three, four, six, seven. Stop it, Boodle. For good traits, I'm thinking memory, animal friendship, brave, lucky, run for your life, sense of direction, and pockets. But pockets means that you probably every time you reach and you find the thing that you need. 
And well, let's see here. It's it's similar to that. I think there's a couple of different uses for pockets. I want to feel the turn of the universe. <laughs> that probably costs a lot. Which section? Which section did you find pockets in? Pockets that, is, is uh, number twenty-six. It's good trait. Good traits, right? For some. Uh, That's resourceful pockets, actually. Okay, no Whoa. wonder I couldn't. Hard Sorry, time in, the little, it. in the little in the block of stuff, it just yeah. says pockets. Yeah. Inexperienced, inexperienced, and you can buy that more than once. And experienced. Hmm. Resourceful pockets. Resourceful pockets. Okay. Um. There's a chance I'll be at a someone you may have something useful in them that could get you out of a sticky situation. Um, you can either spend a story point and find the thing you need, or you can roll a couple of, of dice, and if you get doubles, then you find something helpful, whatever it might end up being. Oh, I like the idea of having that. That's such a lovely possible little boost when you need it. Maybe not, but it could be. That's a so, minor trait. Yeah, well, all my traits are minor. I'm pretty. I'm pretty minor. Um, unless I want to be immortal. <laughs> right. I also like uh, Run for Your Life, which I have a feeling gives you a turn of speed to get the hell out, right? Uh, run for Your Life. This trait means you're better at running away from danger, usually due to all the practice you have. When in a chase situation, you receive a plus one bonus to your speed when you're, when you're fleeing from something so seeing yeah. as how they tend to run away from bad guys and monsters quite a bit I like that one that's good uh lucky also minor lucky is it's also minor uh, uh whenever you roll double ones uh you get a second chance to uh, and you can re-roll both both dice how often does that happen Hmm. So it's not just saying, "Whew, I'm lucky, therefore I get I didn't get eaten or whatever." Sense of direction. I like that too. So you can find the TARDIS. Uh oh, it picked you up again. At least. Yeah. Did it drop you? It did. So mean. Yeah, because two is the minimum you can that you can roll. So that it's basically an automatic second chance. But just a second chance. You don't get to keep rolling if you keep rolling double ones. <laughs> yes, I do. All right. What was uh, the other thing you mentioned? The other things you mentioned? Sense of direction. Sense of direction. Oh, and brave. Sense of direction is, 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 is minor, and it's a plus two to any roll to regain direction when lost. That's usually awareness and ingenuity. Or to work out how to get from A to, to B whether map reading or running through a maze of packing crates or whatever. Yeah, I like that. I like having a sense of direction. Sorry, folks. I'm going to be right back. Okay. Be right back. So, so far, everything has been minor. Is brave minor or major, please? Brave is also minor. Hooray! It's also minor. Just let me stand up to the bad guys a little more or hold the door while everybody else gets out or... Yeah, it's a plus two bonus to resolve roles when the character could get scared or needs to show their courage. Okay. 
So, uh, for the moment, I think I've got a list of that, so now I have to go buy me some skills. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I will go do that next. And then I'll see if there's anything else, anything else I want to buy as a trait, good or bad. Dum, da, dum, dum, dum. I've never heard the term boffin before. I have, I but have I did not there. take it as that. And also bodger, people who bodge things together. Hmm. Bodgers? We don't need no stinking <laughs> bodgers. <laughs> Ah, funny. Okay, so if I have three bad traits and one minor bad trait, I can use, what, points for taking them to get a good trait? Or is that, like, not how it works? Yeah, uh, which... Well, what are you talking about here as far as these bad traits you're... you're, you're... Uh, Forgetful, clumsy... Listed eccentric as a bad trait. And then uh, I think a minor trait was weakness at the bottom. He's not weakness a, could be minor or major depending on the extent that it affects you. Yeah, he's not. Uh, it's, it's not like, you know, he has to have somebody else open a door in order for him to get through it. But. <laughs> <clears throat> he's not uh, he's not your typical adventurous hunk as far as yeah like yeah the, he could be easily was... held down by a minion probably well well, well 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 no no this isn't that kind of a weakness this is more of a individual vulnerability kind of thing oh oh okay like an allergy or or something like that oh i thought that it was physical or... strength weakness all right hmm Probably can't drink the local water without getting sick. <laughs> Allergy'd be pretty good. Asthma would not be good for you because you don't have access to inhalers in 1801. Oh, but what about pollen? Yeah, that's possible. Think about all the interesting space pollens you could run into that would. <laughs> space pollens. <laughs> Streaming eyes and big and chewy juice. space achoo. no one can hear you sneeze. <laughs> and your big giant red silk hanky. <laughs> In space no one can hear you sneeze. That's good. I, I like I'm just it. Ignoring that. <laughs> I like it. Well, we're hiding from the bad guys or the monsters, and then suddenly, you know, here comes a little cloud of space pollen. Achoo! Oh, I've given our position away again. <sighs> Darn. All right, weakness. No yawning. Uh, I heard that. No yawning. Oh, it's uh. It's nine thirty. Yeah, it's oh, basically whenever you encounter something that that would affect you as a minor trait, you suffer a minus two penalty on on various rolls while you're under the uh, effects of it. Okay. So. It may not be quite so bad as that, but it's. Okay, so um, the other traits that I saw were uh, clumsy, forgetful, clumsy, and eccentric as bad traits. I could take all three. Would that get allow me to take three good traits, or is it? Well, uh, it's a matter of the point costs. 
So let me see what were they for uh, forgetful is a minor trait, so that'd be worth one. So that'd be a total of two points so far. Oh. And it's basically when you need to remember something vital, it's ingenuity and resolve with a minus two penalty. Huh. Uh, maybe maybe more if it's something particularly uh, pr- pr- particularly uh, complicated. What were the other ones? Ex- eccentric is a minor trait. Well, it could be minor or major, depending. Uh, major, of course, major is best left for 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 villains in that because uh, you're talking about like seriously, possibly wacky, dangerous. Okay. As we have to basically figure out exactly how your eccentric behavior works there. But that would be a minor trait, yeah. And what was the other one? What else? Uh, the only ones that I saw were uh, forgetful, clumsy, clumsy eccentric. Clumsy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the clumsy is also a minor trait. So that'd be a total of four uh, trait points that you would gain from that. Uh, and and clumsy just means that uh, that in times of stress, especially when being chased, you have to make additional checks to avoid knocking vital things over, uh, dropping the vial of toxic chemicals, or tripping up and landing on your face, that kind of thing. Craft. What does craft mean? What, the uh, skill? Yeah. Is, uh, making stuff, right? Huh. I, I made a log cabin out of popsicle sticks when I was in Boy Scouts. Does that count? No. Uh, um, well, you know, it 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 could under a certain <laughs> understanding of it. That's a good uh, one. I can build of a four-level house of cards. Um. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't think Jeremy's skill is in crafts. Athletics, mediocre. Uh, so, to convince, fighting, hand-to-hand, all kinds of... Uh, unarmed, parry, block, sword, club, that kind of thing. Uh, I used to have to get pretty good after being beat up by my older brothers and cousins. Uh Start with at least two. Knowledge. About the world and everything. Mm. Now, uh, these areas of expertise that I'm talking about here, those become available at uh, when you hit, when your skill hits, hits level three and the area of expertise costs a skill point of its own. And it gets you a, a plus two bonus to your role when you have something that c- hits that particular focus. So if I took three for convince, then I could pick one of those specialties out of convince, but that would cost. Ouch. It w- would cost one more, but it would give you an effective plus two in those in those situations. Maybe I'll take three for fighting. I'm always a crap fighter. Medicine. Wouldn't it be funny, you know, if I had first aid training and I actually know about more effective bandaging and medicine treatments than the doctor? Dr. Sam? Yes. It would. <laughs> At least I know enough to wash my hands and use some an- antiseptic and... and <laughs> Neosporin, man, it grows new limbs. <laughs> 
New spores? Why would you put new spores on a wound? Trust me, it works beautifully. Um, thank you for medicine. Science. Is that like all forms of science, I guess? Mm -hmm. Mathematics, physics, chemistry, biology, quantum physics, astrophysics, etc. Whoa, that's Damn. Funny. Uh, Neil? I think I'm hung up on traits. Subterfuge. Sneaky line, probably just two there. Survival. Technology? How to use stuff. Uh, areas <laughs> of these in include computers, electronics, gadgetry, hacking, repair, and TARDIS. Oh, you Although know what? I've already claimed technically inept, so I guess that I get a zero for that. Well, no, you can still take the skill. You'll just take penalties when you try to use it. Uh... Oh, that would be kind of funny, actually. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Oh, just do it like that. Show me again. Or, then... or you could, <laughs> or you could go ahead and 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 take no points in it at all, and get an additional minus four on top of your other penalties <laughs> when you try to use technology. Oh dear. So it's best to give yourself at least one in these things. It helps, yeah. Okay. And transport, is that being able to drive or whatever, any kind Basically, of... Yeah, you cross? pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yikes, I need five more points. Um... What do you mean you need five more points? Well, because what I've, what I've doled out to skills is a total of 23 instead of 18. So I need to either lower some things, or can't get some of the more trait bad points. traits. Yeah, more you, bad traits. But uh, have have you spent any of, of those trade points yet? Um, well, kind of. I'd had five available, and I'd picked one, two, three, four, five, six, seven good things, right? Then I took yeah. four bad traits, so that gave me four more. So two of those are gone. So I have two points that I can throw to skills. So I actually need three more. Or to lower three things. Or Yeah, or lower, lower some stuff. It's probably more what you're looking at there because they only recommend taking maybe six points worth of bad traits. Oh, okay. Well, I've only got three things at three, which was Convince, Fighting, and Survival. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe Survival and Fighting could go to two? No, Technology is going to go to one. Hmm. Well, this is tricky. Yep. <laughs> you never have any sympathy. <laughs> Not <laughs> Hey, he doesn't want to steer you. Right. Uh, survival, please. Is that like s survival skills or just... Uh, how do they define that? Well, the areas of, uh, of expertise is, is more different in environments that you know how to survive in. So it's it's basically survival skills. So I don't uh, need that to be an expertise because I just, I just want to have a slightly better chance than not. All right, so I'll drop that down to two. I'm down to 21. Damn it all. All right, back over for another bad trait. 
If I gave myself three for coordination and attributes, then I can't be clumsy, right? Because that's pretty ordinary. Uh-oh. Did we drop him again? What do you mean, you... If, you... if, if I've got three for coordination, then uh -huh. I can't take clumsy as a bad trait, right? Yes, you can. You just say it means that you you would take take penalties when you when you're trying to do stuff that would involve whatever clumsy fits under. So I've got argumentative, curiosity, technically inept, impulsive, and clumsy as bad traits. <laughs> yeah, okay, clumsy. I think I think I looked it up for Adam before. That's just under stress situations. You have to make sure you don't knock stuff over and that kind of thing. Yeah, I can live with that. And good traits, I'll have memory, animal friendship, brave, lucky, run for your life, sense of direction, and pockets. Um, so that's seven, I had five, ten. So it gives me three to carry over to here. Twenty-one. And I'm pretty sure with my skills. And the way that the uh, it, it broke up the names of those... Traits. I'm pretty sure that you have re resourceful pockets and photographic memory. Oh, it does say photographic. Oh. 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 Do I want that? Hmm. I guess it could be helpful, huh? Yeah. Uh, if you know Is that you're going to have to remember something later on, you can spend a moment to take the to, to com commit that to memory and then you can without having to roll just remember it is uh, that major or, or minor trait that is a major trait oops damn no so i can't have it then because i don't got enough points so <laughs> all right goodbye memory. so go for another bad trait no no i'm already at five ah you got five bad traits i've got five bad traits already man Man, I want a photographic memory? Well, I've got resourceful pockets. I'll just have to have to do. I have six good traits and five bad traits, so I'm just barely over the line as a better person than a worse person. And you need a minor trait from somewhere, basically. You need a um, a a a minor good trait. Is that what you're looking for here? Well. To balance out the points that I had before, that or else I could bump up something in my skills, I guess. That's possible. Face in the crowd. What's face in the crowd? Face in the crowd is... Let's see if I've got it on here. Mm -hmm. Face in the crowd means basically that you fit in wherever you go, basically. It's how you... It's a minor trait. And so long as you're not dressing like... Here's what it says. Well, as long as you're not dressing like a clown or anything else too weird and not doing anything that will attract their attention, people will leave you to go about what you're doing. <laughs> the game master asks for a role to blend in. The trait provides a plus two bonus to subterfuge when you're trying to sneak about and not get noticed. I'll take that. Cool. That's useful. Just... You know, being ordinary, but kind of being able to blend. I like that. So that yeah. still leaves me with them with seven good traits, five bad traits, and my skill points need 21, and they balance out. Mm -hmm. So now I need to fill all that out and send it to you. <laughs> <laughs>
basically. Yeah. I copied what I got so far to Google Docs, so that won't be tough. Oh, fine. I have you know, to. I'll lose it otherwise. You know, people like you, what can type while they think, people like you... I'm what? Yes. So I have to write it out. I can't type. I'm a. I can't even think while I think. I can't type, and so I have to. I have my little stupid piece of notebook paper, and I got little scribbles and doodles, and you know my little adding up of my numbers and stuff. And now I have to go and translate type. it. <laughs> yeah. Well. I think I'm kind of set. I think Jeremy's gonna good be a good companion until, of course. The game master kills him off. <coughs> yep. <laughs> oh, Jeremy, go get that broom out of that closet over there. The Dalek hiding inside. Exterminate! <laughs> oh, wait. Mm-hmm. Stop giving him ideas. Damn it. <laughs> the Dalek in the broom closet. <laughs> no one would ever suspect him there. A classic <laughs> move. Dalek. hiding with the dust buster okay so that's it 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 has a a plunger as it is (laughs) and the days when they had no money and they had to just kind of scrounge around what can we find Uh, I think it's legs eggs too that they used for the little half round globules on the body yeah Little plastic legs, eggs. Do they even still have legs, eggs? And this is a girl thing. Maybe, maybe you guys don't even know what they are. I, I know remember what they are. In the day. <laughs> Do they still make them? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, I haven't actually seen advertising for them even, so I don't know if they exist at all. Hmm. Hmm. There are there. Let's um, look it up on the internet. Yay! <laughs> That's what it's for. Telling us interesting information. Well, not a, not according to Avenue Q, but we'll leave that at that. <laughs> the internet <sighs> is <laughs> indeed. Wakey, wakey, wakey. I'm sorry. Are you all done, Adam? I don't know. Oh. I think I am. I doubt it. Uh, <laughs> So let's hear your synopsis, sir. I got skills and I got uh, um, attributes and a name. Uh, Dr. Samuel Rumpel from uh, in in his 32-year-old prime in 1801 decided to travel the world, find new and interesting things. If you have, if you know what his personal goal is, what? He wants to find out who's responsible for all this. <laughs> nice. That's essentially it. It's like something. Are you looking for God? Not necessarily. I just want to find out who's responsible for all this. All right. Evidently, they do still make them. They uh, they have a a a, a website www.legs2gs.com. And they still come <laughs> in the plastic little cases. I haven't figured that out yet. Depends on how their what their ad looks like. Yeah. Personal goal. Hmm. Personal goal. I have to work I'm on that. I'm just seeing cardboard. 
boxes so far. Yeah, they probably decided they wanted to go environmentally friendly because there might have been something about the plastic cases that was like non-biodegradable. Yeah, they all got used up making Daleks for Doctor Who. One would think. <laughs> Personality. Earnest. I can't tell. Tense. Sense of humor. I have to work on those bits. That bit's going to come a little later. That's fine. We've, we've got two weeks. Alright. I can... Uh... I think I will have many earrings, though. I don't know how to describe it. God, I wanted it so much, but I'm such a pain weenie. I couldn't ever do it where you get these little fine silver hoops up along the edge of your ear. Don't do that. Oh, no. So cool. But it hurts like I know hell. Someone it goes who, through the cartilage. And I, I know someone who has that. Oh, damn. Well, they're not a pain weenie like me. I've been wanting that since my first trip to Ireland in 1984. I <coughs> uh, saw some guy who had, ah, oh, it was just so freaking cool. And, yeah, so maybe Jeremy will have the nerve to actually suffer through it. I'm not going to lie to you, boy. This is really going to hurt. A lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. Hmm. Maybe now, maybe now I'm not, yeah, I'm still pain <laughs> 13, lucky 13. Or 9, maybe just 9. <laughs> but that'll be like as hip as he gets, you know, is that he have these cool And and uh it'll affect your going through metal detectors, you know. Sure. And if you take them out, it's such a pain in the butt to put them back in. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> have this little perforated ear. Just the one ear though. Yeah, not both ears, just the one just the one. Oh, I always wanted that. It's very television. It is. It's it's uh, it's very deep space nine. Do you have earrings? Yes. Oh, the Bajoran oh. ones, you know. Yeah. Oh, oh, and I'm oh, I have to pick out a hairdo. Oh, flock of seagulls hair. Oh, uh, cure. Uh, no, he's not that hip. Uh, I'll sort it out. Probably a hairstyle gone awry, actually, is probably what he's going to have. <laughs> Nikki is the player at the table with the character sheet that does not have a square inch of clear space on it because of the sketches and drawings. <laughs> mm-hmm. None of them are stats, but no, it's, it's a very rich doodle. character. I doodle all the time, it's true. Oh, this is going to be fun. It's yep. gonna be bizarre. It'll be interesting for for what uh, Andros is thinking. Yeah, he was right. There was a game tonight. <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! And I, I had no idea. We neither neither Chris nor I could remember whether I had played last week or two weeks ago. Like I was. That saying. is so funny. I, you know how I, I I determined. Welcome to my actually, world. Oh yeah. <laughs> I determined that it was two weeks ago by uh, she suggested, well, go and look at the audio file that you recorded. It'll have a date on it. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, fine. Be a smarty button everything. It was practical. It was like, you know, the, it's not going to lie. <laughs> and there it was, February 8th. So I'm like, mm-hmm. holy crap. Two weeks? Really? Amazing. Yeah. Or you could do what I do, which is alternate with a Middle Eastern dance class so that it's like one or the other. <laughs> you know something's going to go on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but if if last week was class, then this week is game night, and next week will be class, and then the week after will be game night, you see, so I can alternate like that. And I write it up on the big calendar on the door. Well, see, yeah, you have a practical yeah, I, I have thing. to write it up on the big calendar on the door. I'm doomed. Yeah. Guess what I'm doing next week? What are you doing next week? The local Gilbert and Sullivan Society is putting on a... Uh, Pirates of Penzance sing along and celebration of Fe- of Frederick's thirty ah. ninth day. <laughs> so that's what you're going to go do. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Wonderful. Please belt out um, with cat like tread, double loud for me, okay? Oh yes. I was singing that Absolutely. going through the shop yesterday and uh, entertaining myself <laughs> all the way, trying that's to remember true. how to do that's- a pot of shop. That's that's one of my favorites too. So oh, it's a wonderful song. Oh, what fun! As a matter of fact, that might be the only song I know particularly well. <laughs> yeah, but you'll have a wonderful. Oh no, no, there's another one. What's the other big one from Modern Major General? Yeah, no, I'm crap at that one. So... Ah. Isn't there a birthday song that they sing for Frederick? That's at the beginning, I think something. Anyway, oh, you're gonna have a great time. Do you dress up? I yes. When we I was at at uh, Michael's the other night with Debbie, I got this like foam pirate hat. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> please stick a big feather in it, please. <laughs> I have a feather over here somewhere. I can put. There you it. go. Yeah, just just tape tape it on there with duct tape, and uh, you know, modern meets uh, <laughs> kick and oh, have a great time. That sounds like a hoot. That is fantastic. Yeah. Good deal. Uh, it's funny the way you say, you know, the local uh, Gilbert and Sullivan, as if every every town has a local... <laughs> or am I wrong? Does every town have a local Gilbert and Sullivan? I don't know. Society? All I know is it's the, it's, it's the Louisville Gilbert and Sullivan Society. Yeah. No doubt there's so, got to be some, in, uh, at, least, uh, at least a dozen more in major cities, but that's fantastic. My name is... I'm a dealer in something in spells. Oh, oh, that was a great song, too. That was from... What was it called? Oh, I saw, I saw a local Gilbert and Sullivan group who put it on. The the Alchemist? The... Oh. He brews up a thing and the whole town takes it and falls asleep. And, uh, you know, you know how it goes. It's Gilbert and Sullivan. Mm. Yeah. Oh, poop. Well, anyway. So you'll have to tell us all about it in two weeks after you go. Sneak in the digital recorder. Yeah. <laughs> singing extra loud. <laughs> us not be there singing extra loud. What the? Uh, cap- uh, I'm back. Okay. It's kicking him off again. Yep. I think that's a sign that it's time to go away, huh? 
Oh, we did. We did okay. We did okay here. We did. We did. We did pretty good. Yeah. Navigation taken. There's obviously there's some there's stuff missing. I'm sure. Like maybe a little bit more backstory and and some fine tuning here and there, or is it like majorly? Huh? I've got heaps. Just haven't sorted it out yet. All right. <laughs> yeah, we can go over that some while uh, while uh, Andros is working on what he wants to do, and yeah, and he'll have uh, he'll have some time to look over the stuff too, you know. Yeah, and if we're really doing good, we could even get started. Yeah. No, no, that would just be crazy. It's crazy talk. I uh, wouldn't mind getting started. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Why is yeah. adventure, adventurous, a good trait? Unadventurous. And what do you mean? Trait, but adventurous is not actually listed in the trait traits. Well, unadventurous, unadventurous is is more a measure of how tired the character is getting of dealing oh. with all the stuff that goes on, and is sort of the track towards eventually leaving. Oh, that's that's something that a lot of times that gets added on whenever something traumatic happens, I and mean, you you might have, be able to add and change traits in in, in big moments like that, mm-hmm. and that's one of those things. Or oh. if you if you take really really heavy da- combat damage or something like that, or there's there's stuff. It's in just the file not about fun that. anymore. Yeah. It would be a grind how it never ends, right? You always think, great, we've saved the universe. Oh, for God's sake, again? You know, that's really got to wear you down. That there's mm-hmm. always somebody out there screwing it up, and you got to go fix it again, sort it out again. Even a train stops, you know? You know, <laughs> how does the doctor keep from going mad? Maybe Perhaps he just he considers mad. it gardening. <laughs> <laughs> Just put a different spin, a different light on it. Perspective. It's gardening. They never let his companions actually fall in love with him, do they? Uh, they kind of dabbled. They got close to it with uh, Rose towards the towards the end of her run. Yeah. Uh, and it it, it it was a very big no no for a long time, as far as the original series went. And they and they had that this little thing when they did the TV movie back in '96 or so, where they had Paul McGann mm-hmm. as it's the doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it showed I, it was up against some big event or other, and didn't do very well in the ratings, and didn't end up re- reviving the the series. But it it was still there. It it wasn't horrible. It it wasn't great, but it it it. It wasn't horrible, and uh, Paul McGann was certainly an excellent, would have been an excellent doctor if he'd gotten to keep on with it. Mm-hmm. But they had the like little kiss at the end and that, and a lot of fans were just like, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, not canon. Been, okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking, because you could actually do it a couple of ways. You know, there's the physicality, but there's also the, the, the emotional aspects, especially yeah. humans, being human, right? Humans are human. Uh-huh. And the attachment that can evolve. And, I mean, they play around with a little bit. They play with the flirty bits. Yeah. They play the the lore of the Doctor's charisma so that you'll leave everything you know and go off, you know, mm-hmm. jaunt around space, all of that. But they never actually let anybody 
do like a full-blown emotional attachment or worse the break when they're separated like you don't see well them they did that when billy piper left the show they, they they had this scene at the very end where uh the the, the doctor is able to project a hologram basically to to say goodbye and that to them while the the universes the, the walls of the universe is closed back up and they they did go there with that yeah. Hmm. And he was about to actually drop the the L word there when everything closed up and they were all cut off again. And it met it and and so, um, and then a little bit later on, I am not going to spoil Donna at all. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not serious. It's just it was too it was too <coughs> much of a thing. Is is that? It, well, when, when we first meet Donna, right after, it's, it's right after that happens, and she shows up. She's in her wedding dress, and is like, "How the hell did I get here?" And she's loud and obnoxious and everything else. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people really hated her <laughs> at that point. And then they had Martha Jones as the companion for 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 one series there, and she ends up leaving at the end of that. And then they bring Donna back, and she's the companion for that next season. And. Oh. And oh, it's just—you have to see it. It's was a good one, huh? Yeah, I mean, just, just as 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 far as her character development in that. Hmm. Okay. And that, and I mean, really, it's and then what happens at the end? Oh, and that he, doesn't he, bode he well. Has a thing, and in reaction to that. He spends the next few specials. That, that that's when they 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 did that series of like specials the one year rather than a a, a like full season. Yeah. And he's not traveling. He's not traveling with anybody. Because oh. he just doesn't doesn't want to deal with it anymore. Oh, they kill her off, do they? No, he's not, he's not going to spoil. He's already said I, he's not going to spoil. I will say they don't kill her off, but she has his child and runs off with no. It. Oh. No. <laughs> she has his best friend's child and runs off. Now. Oh, so, oh, wait. No, that doesn't work. Um, Do you really want to know? <laughs> no. Do you, you really don't want, want to know? Tell me. I do, but, you know, you don't want to tell me. It's okay. Don't want to spoil well, I mean, it. I mean, it's okay. It, it's, I mean, this really is one of those things would be more effective if you saw it, but if, you, if you're not going to get to it anytime soon, I, I will tell you. But... Tell you me. might wish that I, I didn't. Okay. Uh, and I think we should, we should say our, our our goodbyes now so that we don't have to worry about another spoiler warning. <laughs> so goodbyes out there, everybody. Goodbye. Good I'll tell you what happens unless you send me a quarter, in which case I'll tell you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, she 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 comes back. She's she's still kind of the loud, ob- obnoxious person in that, but she's, she's trying to hunt him down because, you know, from the adventure, from that one adventure that year before, you know, she wanted to do more of that. And then they end up crossing paths again, and she travels with him for a while, and she's, you know, just really improves, and that she's not the loud, obnoxious, whatever anymore. And is, and, that. and then they have this confrontation at the end with the uh, the uh, Daleks. Oh, damn. Yeah, they they're busy stealing planets so that they can act, activate this weapon that will destroy time, basically. Mm. 
and oddly enough, the doctor's hand comes into this. Hmm. Because they're bringing in all these past companions. They have a, a rose comes back over. Uh, they've got um, Sarah Jane. They've got uh, Captain Jack. They got everybody involved in this big thing. Damn. Hmm. And and they even bring back Harriet Jones. You remember the uh, the uh, Prime Minister from the the oh Bad right Christmas yeah. Thing? They even bring her back. But. <laughs> They end up um, through some weirdness as far as the at one point the the uh, the uh, doctor gets injured enough that he starts re- regenerating. That's the the mm. like cliffhanger for the first part of the season finale thing. When they come back the next ep- episode, he shoots the regeneration energy into his hand. Hmm. Now they established before before that when you time travel you get some kind of energy that gets attached to you, and Donna manages to, to do something. She's trapped inside the TARDIS while all this other stuff's going on outside with the Daleks and all that, and causes a thing to happen with the hand and it grows another Doctor. Oh, <laughs> right. Oops. But, <coughs> that's a no no. And then they get out of of the of the TARDIS, and she gets hit by one of the Dalek beams. And <sighs> the other part of what happened there happens to her, and makes her part time Lord. Hmm. So the uh, the three of them do their thing and get every and and finish off the Daleks, and take the planets home. But because Donna was human to begin with, she couldn't handle the whole Time Lord thing in her head, so the Doctor has to go in and take out everything that mm-hmm. she's been through the whole season. Everything that's made her better right, is gone. Because Ugh. if it doesn't, it will kill her. Mm. So she reverts back to... To watch to the, the loud, obnoxious... diamond that she once was. Right. And he can't cope with that? Basically, yeah, that and also that also you know a, a lot of, of others that he has encountered over time that have gotten killed because of him. yeah and everybody that he's lost along the way and that all wears on him and he just decides that nah he's gonna travel on, on his own. Every they hire it is wonderful in their own way at giving that sense of like in moments those moments of complete and utter. Um, I'm not even sure of the word. Not disconnect, but that that yeah. that overwhelming sense of aloneness and and loss. They I, the mm-hmm. ones that I've seen, they all have a moment somewhere, and it's always really intense to try and encompass that idea. But anyway, well, thank you. See, was that so difficult? That was not difficult at all. So- <laughs> no, it it it. It wasn't, but I mean, just I mean, seeing it when you when you're not prepared for it was just. I'm sure oh, it, was, it was definitely a, a roller coaster, but when will when I'll actually get to it? It could be another twenty years from now. So, you know. Yeah. And I like people telling me the plot lines. I really do. I always have. <laughs> I like it. I like people telling me about movies. I like it better than actually going to see the movie. I, I know mm-hmm. it's weird, but there you have it. So. Thank you. Well, then I'll tell you one other thing. Rosebud was a sled. No way. Okay, that. Yeah. 
That's the secret. <laughs> I knew that one. Yeah. So, anywho. But I and do Darth want to Vader see Darth totally Luke's father. It's a fact. No way! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. I'm still not buying that. I'm just, I'm just not buying that. The, uh, and Han shot first. Who did? Han Solo shot first. Under the table. Sorry. <laughs> in, yeah. in the cantina with the blaster. Yes. <laughs> Period. <clears throat> totally you know, not that part. All this fair bullshit, I'm sorry. You're not a scallywag <laughs> and a you're not a badass if you're just gonna play it play it by the Marcus of Fan Taylor fairness rules. <laughs> just gotta just just do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I gotta, uh, I gotta get off. Scamper off the hill and go away now. But um, I think uh, I'm far, I'm far more. Uh, oh, I got one of them boxes here that asked me how I like the call again. It's been <laughs> up for him. a while. It's been up for a while. <laughs> wow. Tell him how you like the call. First of all, don't put this box up before we're done because that just scares me. Uh, <laughs> but in the meantime, um, what are we? What is the date today? Is the twenty second? Oh, March seventh. Yep. Oh, yep. March. It's gonna be March. It's gonna ah! be March already. Wow. March. Ah! Yeah. Twenty twelve is whipping by. Is, it's gone. We might as well just like you know. Start celebrating 2013. Start celebrating 2013 already. Hell, skip that. Go straight to 2015. If the Mayans were right. Right. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, well, that'll be good news for some people. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See what happens. I'm going to... I'm gonna scamper off and uh, and thank yeah. you very thank you very much for you're right maybe we yeah, actually will get to do this. No, he can't start. have Captain Jack either because Stanky old blind geek took it. I will but. put it ex- in exactly those words. <laughs> Stanky old blind geek took Captain Jack. <laughs> took Captain Jack. So you can't have him, and neither can anyone else. All right. <laughs> no one actually, no one He's else fine. playing this game anywhere on Earth can have <laughs> Captain Jack because it's blind geeks. Thank okay. you, Mikey. So, uh, <laughs> so two weeks it is, barring okay. disaster. I hope there is. Get off of that boodle. No disaster for anyone. Knockwood, yes. same here. Yeah. Here, here. All right. So okay. everybody, take it easy. Stay warm. Stay safe. Get sleep. Yes. Yes. And may yes. no new thing arise. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Take care, everybody. Take it easy. Bye. Bye, bye. And there it was. As I said, plenty of talk about Doctor Who. I hope I didn't piss anybody off. But I did uh, I did say right at the start, there's spoilers. I didn't wanna I didn't want anybody to walk into it thinking, oh why did you tell me that? Well, you know what? Is it really, really gonna keep you from are you just gonna not watch the shows now because of that? I hope not. I hope you had a good time listening though anyway. We had a good time making those characters, and it uh, it was just good to get together and get and 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 get the session recorded too. 
So that was fun. And the next one's going to be fun. And this adventure, I think, promises to be very unique. <laughs> because, because, uh, well, I'm not, uh, you know what? Here's a spoiler for the next, no, actually, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what kind of characters Blind Geek and Andros come up with. Uh, thank you. Thank you extremely much for listening to episode 102. Hope you'll join us for episode 103. But until then, thanks again, and see you then.